dialed in to Fox and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. And welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Um, Nick and I are are fawning over his beer, I guess, technically. That's exactly it, man. It's been a while since we've been back. Uh, Yeah, so softball's over, which means I'm allowed to come back on the air because I have more time now. Um, I think we're going to shoot for next Monday. Yeah, next Monday. Um, And then, I don't know if Fourth of July weekend is going to happen because I'm off and you're doing shit and we'll see what happens right yeah i see i mean maybe we can do a wednesday or something maybe i mean it's it's always an option uh so it's been a little while since we've been here lots of shit going on so we figured this week we would go guestless and talk about some of the current events going on that are near and dear to nick and my heart which include inflation the stock market and housing so before we get into it, Nick, what you drinking? Lots of things. Let's start out with uh, Prairie Artisan Ales, which is one of my favorite breweries, just because they, they smash all their flavors all the time. Peanut butter and jelly squeezed. Um, sour ale with blackberry, blueberry, boysenberry, and dry roast peanuts and peanut butter. Um, it, peanut butter and jelly sandwich without the bread, right? This thing is just great. Um, Mike would be excited by that one. I'm telling you that it's, that's fantastic. Uh, I'll then move to a rogue hazelnut brown nectar. Um, I like hazelnut. I like hazelnuts from uh, Odd Side, of course. Yes, you do. And so that's from Rogue. And then um, Dewclaw Brewing. Uh, say I have a, a chocolate cherry dessert stout. So, that sounds uh, delicious. Yeah, very excited for that. And then if I finish up, you've given me one of yours. I have. It's one of my favorite little summer fun things. So, Mike came up the other day, and uh, we went to a fundraiser at um, Alebert in Byron yeah. Center for one of the bartenders there. She She's having some neurological issues, and they were doing a little fundraiser for her because she hasn't been able to work. And uh, afterwards, we came back to the house and went through almost all the beer I have. So, Nick didn't tell me he was on his way. So he had to wait in the parking lot for a little bit while I went and, and found some beer. And I didn't find a whole lot of options because, you know, Byron said. Yeah. Go ahead. Just so it's very fruit forward, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you taste all the berries and the jelly aspect. And then that peanut butter just comes through in the end. Creaminess, greatness. Like, it, it's it's drinking it, but, like, you would you would think it's two separate drinks in the same drink, right? Like, just because... How it starts, and then it just like that, it starts away. Starts so sour, yeah, and then that just kind of goes away. And then that fruit, that the, <clears> that peanut butter, just comes and all of a sudden it's like, like it's like you're doing two different shots. I'm telling you, it's crazy. So, anyways, I stopped at a local grocery store and I I found something I you know don't mind. Yeah, I I actually like because like you said, it's a fun summer drink. It is. I got a variety pack of reds, so yep. peach, strawberry, and apple. Apple. Yep. I'm enjoying the peach right now. It is delicious. I can't wait till they come out with their blueberry. I love their blueberry. I have enjoyed many a blueberry 
at Nick's house in the pool. Yeah, of course. That's a which is having issues right now. I got to get it up and running somehow. I just can't find anybody that knows. What are the issues? Can't get it primed and can't get it going. So that sucks. Yeah. So my jets are very weak and I got to get that figured out. I just can't find anybody that's available to work. Oh, that's honestly kind of leads us segueing into one of the issues we're having is uh, what the fuck is going on around this place? So inflation's sky high and everybody's got a their own take on it um you and i probably are, are somewhat on the same page somewhat yeah i mean so gas prices everybody's bitching moaning that's too hot i'm never gonna drive again oh fuck that they just want to make us buy electric vehicles <laughs> okay uh just don't buy gas on the third and the fourth yeah i mean why don't you try Christmas sometime so people don't have to fucking work, okay? Like, um, I mean, you look at it. I want to say Shell's profits for the first quarter were $9 billion. That's exactly what I want to bring up, right? Like, yeah. The price per barrel right now is the same it was back when gas was $2.50 a gallon. Uh -huh. And gas prices are 5 bucks. Yeah. So the only person making money is the gas, the oil companies, right? I And, of course... I will say I am a shareholder in ExxonMobil. And of course, they basically came out and said, hey, we're making great money here. Uh, yeah, because all they really give a shit about is themselves and the shareholders. Now, I don't own enough ExxonMobil to retire on or anything. You pay for your own gas. Yeah. Correct. And, you know, I say, you're in a fund, right? You're probably part owner, but that, you know, it's not your daily living life money right correct um i know so that it, it frustrates me um you know i i wish you know, the government's trying to put all these stipulations and people are this is the only reason i support the minimum wage aspect of things right because big business is making ridiculous amounts of money while it's harming everyone yes right? um you know, I don't know any billionaires that are not taking their private jet out. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who are getting healthier because they're walking or riding a bike or, excuse me, not stimulating the economy by going out to places as gas prices. So I have the numbers here. Yeah. You know, I'm a numbers guy. This was as of June 3rd. First quarter 2022 profit. Shell, $9.1 Chevron, $6.3 BP. 6.2 billion, Exxon 5.4 billion. Gas prices per gallon. This is US dollars. In Belgium, $5.91. Sweden, $5.80. Germany, $5.79. No, sorry. $5.57. And the UK, $5.79. So we're not the only ones dealing with this, no matter what they would like you to believe. Well, I mean, we we're coming back through Canada. I don't remember if I we were on when I when I came back. So, yeah. but like, right, I had to stop in Canada and I paid seven dollars and eighty five cents a gallon. Mm -hmm. So, two dollars and something cents per liter. Yeah, point eight five liters in a gallon. Yeah, I mean, every country is dealing with it, um, except for right Iran and other, other Iraq, and the Middle East. You know, I mean, that has plenty. Yeah. So, I mean, well, you you know, nine cents a gallon. You see some of these stupid fucking options. Well, the Keystone Pipeline, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's not our oil, motherfuckers. 
that is Canadian oil, and they wanted a quicker, faster way to get it to the Gulf. So that wouldn't have done shit for us. But, you know, they like having that talking point. And I've noticed we're a lot about talking points the last few years, aren't we? Yeah. No real research. I mean, people say they do research. But, you know, I could say I, I grew a third arm. Doesn't fucking make it true. You know, and um, it's it's fact because they read it somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're not getting it from a creditable source, right? Not an actual. So well, I think the thing that pisses me off the most, and I mean, you know, if you've listened to more than one show, you'll realize I'm I'm very liberal when it comes to most things. These fucking Fox assholes run around saying CNN, CNN, CNN. Mind you, I think CNN's too. There are there's not a legitimate, and I use that word in quotes, news organization more full of shit than Fox. There just isn't on their side, right? Yeah, right. They're just totally and absolutely full of shit. Yeah. Now, there are some fringe ones like Breitbart and OAN and all that. that yeah. You know, and they're some on the left side. I don't know what the fuck they are because I don't listen to that shit. You know, I, I listen to people that will give me a fair opinion. So, you know, this I, I have a, a friend who did local news here. Yep. His name is Nick. And uh, I would ask Nick his opinion on things because he was in the news. Yeah. And he would give me a fair opinion, unbiased. And then he would give me his biased opinion. And I thought that was great. Because what it did is it made me see what those two sides really looked like. You know what I mean? Because you're not getting that. You're either getting the biased view or the unbiased view. And you're never really sure what that is. But if somebody can give you both, that's just huge. Like, I'll give you my biased view right now. Gay people are fine. They're not taking any of your rights away. Leave them the fuck alone. Now I'll give you the unbiased view. Gay people are fine. They're not taking any of your rights away. Leave them the fuck alone. And again, you're going to find a biased person that's on the other side of that because there's that preacher that went viral about he wants to kill all gay people because they're an abomination and all that horse shit. And and Nick, I I want you to mention your your Father's Day present. Oh. I got a, a sec. I got a new Father's Day hat. It's a it's a flat bill, um, rainbow hat. Right, my daughter picked it out for me. Um, you know, and I really enjoy the hat. So I I've been looking for something like this, and this is actually absolutely perfect for me. Well, I have my break room therapy pride yeah. shirt on. I'm I'm actually running our booth at Pride with two of the girls on Saturday. Okay. I'm so fucking excited about that because I missed Lowell Pride because I had a game. And I was going to go to Grand Rapids Pride, but my daughter said, I don't want you there. I get to go. I mean, um, you know, I, I don't know who it was, and I didn't get enough research into it. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was some news talk guy, and he was talking about how, you know, let's say back in the 1960s, there was 1% of the population was gay, right? 70s, it was more, right? And and there's a higher number of gays. Talking about the, the a lot in the youth aspect, right? Because it's the new cool hip thing to be, right? Get that aspect of things. But in the end, like what the fuck does it matter, right? Like really 
in the end, uh, I mean, David, I, I, I know you're sleeping with your wife. And if you told me you were cheating on her, I guess at that point, I would know that you were sleeping with somebody else. But otherwise, I, I don't care no. who anybody dates. Like, we talk about it in, from a financial sense, yeah. right? We talk about things in a financial sense all the time. Like, when gay marriage became a thing, I mean, they made fun of it. They made fun of it on the fact of, uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, right? We had to go get married just to like, be on insurance aspects of something. Like, or play the congratulations, game. you're going to be as miserable as the rest of us. Right. Like, you yeah, know, shit like, like that. There you go. Um, but, right, like, I, I don't know. To me, human human rights and what they do with that doesn't impact, doesn't impact you. Like, you, you don't want to look at public displays of affection. Don't go to fucking public, right? Like, I right. think, to me, I think that's one thing that this world is missing more of, right? Like, and okay, sure, there's a there's a making out aspect of like groping like crazy, but like, I don't know, I, I don't think signs of affection are shown enough. And I'm gonna say this, you know, because th this is a expletive type show. Yeah. As long as I don't see a dick in public, I don't really give a shit. And honestly, I mean, you want to, you know. Sit there and, and tongue kiss your boyfriend, go for it. I don't give a shit. Right. Well, you know, now listen, women women want the, the same respect of like boobs, right? Like, yes. hey, why should I have to wear a shirt? Why do why you know, why do I have to wear a shirt but a guy doesn't have to? And I'm like, look, you know, I try to teach my daughter, it's a body. They all yeah. look different. They're the same in a sense, right? Yeah. Like I'm big, some people are small, like I human body, right? It's it's nothing it, you can treat it like a temple if you feel like it. it's your temple, but it's not anybody else's temple. No, they don't give a shit. I mean, uh, to me, don't understand why these people have such a problem with this. Um, I, I don't know. If you're gay, if you're straight, there's assholes in every one of them. There's nice people in every one of them, right? Like, people are people in general, right? Well, and I mean, you know, I, I get this shit at home a lot. Yeah. I love my wife. I get this shit from her a lot. You and Nick are assholes. The two of you. Fact. The, the two of you say the same dumb shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I've been struggling with this lately. So, you know, it, it was a rough season in some aspects. Yep. And uh, towards the end of the season, I, mentally, I couldn't handle it anymore. It was just, I was at my breaking point and... You know, I, I had a couple incidences where I had a little too much to drink, because uh, that will happen. And drunk David was a huge asshole to people, which yeah. can happen. So I called you last week to talk to you about it, because yeah. drunk David is very similar to drunk Nick. Either the nicest guy, the biggest asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and really no in-between. We, we, are, we are literally just the, the well, spectrum. And the problem is we are the nicest guy. Yeah. Until we've had one drink too many. So, well, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be the drinks that set us off. It's some asshole doing something stupid. Or that. Yep. And then we are just huge fucking assholes. For me, it's usually a drink. Yep. Like, five was okay. But five and a half was a bad fucking idea. And I, I honestly, I kind of need an adult with me all the time to <laughs> Take it away. They can't tell me to stop because I mean, you know, I'm an adult and I'll do what I want. They just have to take it away. Yep. Like I'm a baby. I'm kind of a baby. <laughs> so Dawn goes to me afterwards. She goes, uh, you and Nick, you're both assholes. I don't know why you talk to him because he does the same stupid shit you do. I'm like, 
that's why I wanted to talk to him because yeah. he does the same stupid shit I do. Understands. Yeah. Or you hope. And she goes, well, I hope you got something out of it. I'm like, yeah, I did because when I get that way, he's one of the few people that can relate. You know, and you you said it to me in a text message. You're like, you know, people ignore men's mental health and sometimes we get to that point where, you know, we've ignored it long enough that shit snaps and it goes sideways and and Unfortunately for me, it did. I said some really mean things to, you know, people I cared about, and uh, they're all pissed at me right now, and I, I can't blame them. Yeah. You know, I, I did shitty things. I've apologized, but, you know, that only goes so far, too. Oh, that's just like, I mean, I say, I've had it, right? I, I drank and didn't realize I drank too much, and I had people telling me I was not drunk, so I'm like, all right, let's do this, and, uh, you know, the words that came out of my mouth spoke differently. Yes. It's like, and it's you know, I it's not anything I was proud of, right? But it was like, I you know, I try to treat people respectfully in a general way, right? Like, if I'm having fun and it's it's something, if I if it's normal, it just comes out, right? Yeah. Especially, especially in bowling, right? <laughs> so, you know. Well, I I know I'm one of those people kids, where there'll be kids on the lane next to me or whatever, and if I leave a tangent, fuck you, man. just louder. Hey, watch it. Nope drunk nick doesn't watch <laughs> well it's one of those things where you know if, if i'm in some kind of mental anguish pain whatever and i've had that one drink too many oh yeah everybody around me is going to feel the same fucking pain i do because i'm going to make sure they do yep and i have no recollection of it after you know it happens like i found this out two weeks after the fact yeah didn't know anything i had no fucking idea um as usual we're Driving way yeah, off the fucking yeah. road. No, that's I say, but you know, sometimes it's good to talk about it. Like, you know, there's listeners out there that are dealing with stuff, and you have to understand just because we're on podcast, you just get to do something. Doesn't mean that we're not still people that deal with struggles and you know trials and tribulations. I mean, dude, I told you today, right? Like, I almost called you, which I didn't. Right? That's a, that's a man thing to say. Right? Mm-hmm. I almost called. You. And then the worst part is, is the words that came out of my mouth was, I was kind of having a Nick Pity party, right? Yeah. And, and so, in, in guys' terms, right, you're being a little bitch. And so, it's like, you always feel like you have to suck it up, right? You can't just be like, hey, man, like, I got these things going on, and I just need somebody to fucking tell me it's going to be okay. Not suck it up and be a fucking, like, yeah. I don't know, you know, like, I'm I'm not afraid to admit I'm an emotional person. People Thank love you. us anyways. Thank you for loving us. We appreciate yes, that. Uh, you know, I... My emotions are high, my emotions yeah. are low. Yeah. But you know, it, it's it's hard. Like that's what as a as a guy, and people don't realize that as a guy, I'm okay to open up and just say, Hey, I need some you know, because I love my wife, but like I'd be like, Hey, I need some me time. Well, how much fucking me time do you need? I don't fucking know the answer, right? If I knew that, I'd fucking fix the problem, <laughs> right. right? But like I'm dealing with a lot and I don't know what I don't know what it all is. Yeah. Right? Just, well, and that's the other thing. I, you know, especially with women, because they are way more in tune with their feelings than we are. Oh, sure. They tend to have an idea of what they're dealing with, why they're dealing with it, and what's bothering them. And yeah. but they never squash it. They, well, yeah. I mean, that's a different conversation. Yeah. But they'll say to us, "Well, what's wrong? I don't know. Yeah. Well, why is it bothering you? I don't know." Yeah. And I mean, we've kind of been conditioned that way, so. For example, we had uh, Sly Bass Bobby on. Yeah, man. And uh, I, I was telling Dawn about it, and she's like, yeah, that, that stuff bothers him. 
you know, it, it just causes him great anxiety. I'm like, yeah, that's because he's a little bitch. And she goes, you know, you shouldn't do that. We all have mental health issues. You understand. I'm like, yeah, you understand. I'm not calling him a little bitch to his face. Not that I wouldn't. I would. <laughs> but but that doesn't mean I don't understand. I understand it. And if he goes, dude, don't do that because that's really weighing on my mental health. I won't call him a little bitch right. because I respect him. He's my friend. And I don't want to make him feel worse. Right. But, you know, as long as he's okay, yeah. I'm going to tell him he's a little bitch because yeah. he's going to tell me that too. Oh, that's exactly. You know, sometimes we don't know. And we haven't been raised or taught, and everybody thinks that it's just natural, like, that you can just stop saying those types of things, right? Like, I mean, I still make gay jokes. I mean, one of my buddy's things, he's like, don't stop being you, and yeah, I mean, have fun at them, because, like, they're hilarious, right? And don't get me wrong, I make straight jokes all the time. (laughs) Well, the F word is one of those things where I used to say it. Oh, I say it all the fucking time. I don't. Oh man, I will bad. not say it anymore. That's too bad. Oh, that F word. Yeah, not fuck. Sorry. I say fuck all the time. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. The, the the slur word sure. I will not use. Yeah. I will not use the R word. Yeah, see, and I do. See, and I won't. Yeah. Because if if you're an ignorant piece of shit, yeah. I'll tell you you're an ignorant piece of shit. Yeah. But if you have a mental defect. Yeah, you won't, you won't. I'm not going to make fun of that because that's something you can't control. Right. You can control being an ignorant piece of shit. Learn yourself some stuff. Yeah. Stop being ignorant. Yeah. And we had this conversation when when the professor was on about ignorant, and uh, a lot of people think ignorance a bad word. Don't use that. It's not. It's just a lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. It's all it is. Right? And I there are many things I'm ignorant on, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know I. I hope to learn more. So, because we're running off the subject constantly, um, I got free Paramount Plus yeah. for a year. So, Don and I are watching The Offer, which was a 10 episode show based on the making of The Godfather. Okay. okay. So, sounds kind of fun. Yeah, it, it's great. Cool. So, we're watching it and stuff, and, and you know, her and I are asking questions back and forth and she you know i never watched godfather until she said you have to watch this movie and i was in my 20s and uh she goes did you know this i'm like i didn't know any of this shit i mean honestly how was i supposed to i you know i'm ignorant so i went and i started reading stuff you know i I didn't know the backstory on how the movie got made or anything or all the issues they had and it was great to sit there and watch this and see what went on sure and, you know, I'm one of those documentary people. I like documentaries. I want to know how shit gets done. You say depending on what the documentary is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to know how hot dogs are made because I love hot dogs. Please well, don't show you, me. You and I both watch how it's made. We absolutely love that shit. <laughs> so, I am not watching oh that God, shit. That's how a gummy bear gets made. Um, I worked in factories and I still got excited about other machines, right? And I was just like, that's cool. Yeah, that's, and it's funny because every, everything technically made is like, you're like, it's all the same, but like you're like, oh, look at these different machines and bigger and smaller, and yeah, it feels little, it feels little voids. Um, but well, I, you know, um, you know, I, I guess I want to go back to gas prices real quick. Yeah, I do too. I'm really sick and tired of seeing the I did that right. Oh, with the Biden stickers, it's yeah. just like ignorance to me. Ignorance, like 100. percent Just God. How stupid are you, right? Like, um, you're gonna sit here and blame that we didn't go to war 
on Biden, right? And if we did go to war, they would not give us even more gas? Like, question mark? I'm confused on what's happening here. Because, again, they don't understand. People that say shit like this just don't get it. And it's like, you know, my favorite is, you know, if okay, so me being the asshole I am, right? I look at you, David, and I mm-hmm. say, all right, you're, you're going to bitch about gas prices. Yep. All right, you're you're your age. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gone through lows and highs of gas prices. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. I mean, I went through massive low. Right. I started driving in, like, 92. Yeah. And I remember there was a... It was a Clark station at the time, now an Admiral station on M89. Yep. If you went on Tuesdays, the price of premium and regular was the same. Really? And it was 90 cents a gallon. I, when Trump was in office, I remember getting down to 99 cents. I was excited about that. Well, and I, the year that I moved back from Illinois yep. was 1999. And that Clark station had turned into an Admiral. Yeah. So the entire winter moving into, you know, the summer of 99, it was 79 cents all winter long. So if I came home, I went there to get gas because it's 79 cents. I mean, it's 99 cents everywhere else, but it's 79 cents yeah. there. Well, it's, you know, it's funny because, all right, you know, I'm I'm just like you, man. We penny pinch. I, this is what I love my about my wife, right? So we're in Canada and I have to get yep. gas, okay? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this because I don't want to. The- the international charge and blah blah, yeah. blah. I was like, I'll just do a little bit to get us through. And she like looks at me and she's like, "It's what the fuck is twelve bucks, Nick? I literally watch you throw a hundred dollars down on fucking blackjack. What, like, what is twelve bucks?" And I'm like, and every time I'm like, "You're absolutely fucking right." Like, yeah. Literally, I pissed twelve bucks away. Like it's fucking. I mean, twelve bucks in beer right now. Like, but but because we're so. Condition to save money on, on, yeah. on, on gas, right? We always, yeah. think, but here, okay, back to where I was thinking is okay, so you've gone through lows, you've gone yeah. through highs. You, I mean, you, you've seen it up to five bucks, you've seen it down to six, 79 cents. Why the fuck, when it was really low during the Trump administration, did you not go buy a fucking tanker? Oh, sure. Like, why why didn't you, why didn't you fill up? Why didn't you budget, right? I mean, because all the way up before that happened, gas prices was three, three fifty. I mean, four bucks for some of the Obama time. Like, all right, so we got it to fucking a dollar. Why didn't you go spend every like that's three dollars a fucking gallon, yeah. like that you're saving? Why didn't you go buy that much more? Where the fuck's your tanker? Why didn't you, huh? Why why didn't you fucking go buy a gas station and just nope? I'm gonna sit on this gas. This yep. literally close to the public for fucking me and my family the rest of my life. Why the fuck didn't you do it? Huh? Why didn't you budget? Why didn't you fucking? And I'm like, oh, exactly, because you're fucking stupid. Right? <laughs> Don't sit here and tell me, oh, you know, gas prices are this. No, dude. It's something that you know fluctuates all the time. It's like the same person that bitches about fucking being in the stock market. You're still in it because you want to make money, but you'll bitch when it's low, okay? So, I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah, I did a great transition there, and you're going to fucking off topic. This is No, this is not off topic. <laughs> this is a great, because this is about investments. Yeah. I get an email the other day from my mother. Yeah. She's getting a $940 check. Nice. You for hay? For fucking grain. Yes! Yes! excited about this i said hey that seventeen thousand dollar investment's paying off did she sell some yeah really is, is well she high- didn't they sold it and they get 50 percent of whatever they sell i had a company vehicle for 15 years yeah, yeah. and it conditioned me not to pay attention to gas prices i didn't notice it until it cost me a hundred dollars to fill up yeah that's that's exactly it yeah. if somebody else pays for it you don't you don't know you don't care you never pay attention right no. like yeah, um you know, I, I don't know. I've always, and it's funny because 
kind of goes back to it. Like, mm-hmm. I will hop on my Speedway app and be like, oh, it's three cents cheaper over here. I'm going to go do it. And then my wife would be like, you're driving a mile to save 30 fucking cents. And she's like, how bum are you? And I was like, I don't even value my fucking 30 cent time. Like, wow. All right. You're the person that will not pick up a penny. That's fact, right? But like, dude, but you're worried about saving 30, 30 cents. cents yeah. Like, I'll be like, oh, man. Like, way out of your like, way. Like, I'm fucking filling up the semi, right? That's going to save me just hundreds of dollars. So I will use the upside app. Yeah. I, but only if it's somewhere near yeah. where I'm going to be. Yeah, no. Like, if I'm driving to, let's say, Goodwill. Because we're going to pick up some electronics cheap. Oh, speaking of that, I have a house that I just purchased. Yes. Or I will be purchased. There's some stuff in there. I'm going to have we, you guys. We will it. absolutely come and take it. And, and uh, come, come take some stuff. So. so, I mean, you know, Goodwill, the, the distribution center is Prairie and oh, yeah. Byron Center. No, uh, Prairie and Ivanrest. Oh, it's between Ivanrest and Byron Center. It's closer sure. to Ivanrest. Yes, yeah. I, so, I, the marathon that I use is 36 and Clyde. Yes. Business is on Clyde. Yep. So if I go over there, I'll just swing down 36th Street, get gas, and head down. Yeah, Clyde. Get out of your way anyway. And Marathon has this thing where you put in your code with your phone number and save five cents. Yep. And then upside will save me another, you know, 10 cents. Sure. Maybe. So I'm saving 15 cents a gallon. I'm I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm I don't know. I started drinking pop again. I'm doing a lot of things I shouldn't be doing in my life. Um, the Speedway has it where if you buy three mm-hmm. containers or three, three you save ten cents drinks. You get ten cents a gallon, yeah. right? Three fridge items. And so, I mean, I you know, shit, I'll go buy buy, and they have they have buy one get one free water. So I'm yep. buying two, and I'm like, well, fuck it, grab pop because I'm already here, and you know, here's here's a third item. I'll, yeah, you know. Uh, if Emerson and Courtney are in the car, I'm like, hey, let's go get a drink because I know that eventually when I go fill up her car, you know what? That little hit isn't going to bother me as much because, yep. I mean, I used to post pictures when my mom was kind of yeah. speedway all the time. I'd be like, oh, dude, I, I filled up my truck for a dollar twenty or something one time, right? Because the lowest it would go was 10 cents a gallon or something. Yeah. Well, it must have been $2.50, right? Like, I fill up a whole truck and it makes you feel good, but like, Knows I didn't budget that extra fifty bucks to go somewhere like literally in the beer. Yeah, <laughs> you know so that's what I, I I do. I give my wife so much credit for reminding me how little fucking money. I mean, I'm looking at it. I used to pay three fifty, and now I'm paying five fifty. Okay, mm-hmm. so my small ass car, I'm paying twenty bucks. Again, I piss away twenty bucks. I go to the well, casino and no problem dropping a hundred bucks. And at the end of the day, it's all about perspective, right? So, I mean, we look at inflation. Inflation's at the highest point it's been since the 70s, basically. And, you know, looking at that, is it bad? Yeah, it's bad. But why is inflation that bad? Well, one of the big reasons is because the uh, corporations are taking all the fucking money. So, I have another thing here because, you know. Major corporations, I mean, so, and I told you what happened. It's funny because it's happening all at the same time, right? When when minimum wage goes up, that everything else is going to go up. You yep. know, and it does, but now they're blaming it on inflation. It's like, no, strictly corporate fucking greed. It, okay? it really is. Like, so, because I love and numbers. I, it's funny, you call it greed, and I just call it companies making fucking money. Like, if if every company folded, who gives a shit? But is it companies making money, or is it certain people in the company? Both. So, in theory, a company, so a company is just like a house. It is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and by that, I mean it's only valued at what somebody is willing to pay for. 
I agree to an extent. Like when you so when you look at CEOs, yeah. they're getting raises and shit because because they the the board knows that if I give you know Jeff Bezos an extra twenty million, yeah. I'm probably going to get an extra five. So I mean that's the shit they look at. Well, and you know I don't want to call this out, and it doesn't matter what my wife does and where she works. But right, we were at a benefit th- or we were at a a thing. For people that have been there for yeah, long time, years yeah. and stuff. Um, so me, dumbass that I am, I look up the CEO of the company, and I mean, he started out at four hundred thousand a year, and now he's making nine hundred fifty. And I yeah. said, "Huh, you made fifty cents last year, didn't you?" And uh, you know, I was like, you know, and, and just huh. All right, so this guy's literally more than doubled his uh, his income in. I don't know, a seven year span. Yeah. And you have gotten, I don't know, three bucks. <laughs> you know, like, don't, don't, don't sit here and tell me, oh, it's, you know, equal across the board. So, because I like numbers. Yeah. Amazon CEO last year, 212700000 Okay. Their average worker salary, 32800 Really? But that, that's including their part-time people. Well, yeah, it's it's average worker salary. Nike, thirty-two million nine hundred thousand. Thirty-six thousand for their average worker. This is the shit that starts to irritate me about you know corporation. Chipotle. Mm-hmm. I eat Chipotle. Not as much as Kidoba. But Chipotle, $17,800,000 for their CEO. Jesus. Average worker? 15800 So we did an episode on this. That one, that one. It's wild. Shocking, isn't it? We did an episode on this a little over a year ago. Meme style. Yeah. Meme style. CEO. Yeah. yeah. Sixteen million eight hundred. Average worker. Twenty-three. Twelve thousand four hundred and seventeen dollars. So one thing I, I will tell you, yeah. um, and, and guys, everybody's still listening. I want to tell you how sorry I am for not looking up to see when that number came out. Um, because right, if if the average person saved GameStop, like because we yeah. know the average people, right? Yes. We saved GameStop, and that guy got a fucking raise. I hope that happened. That's just a bruise. No fucking joke. He did nothing. <laughs> no, he did nothing because the a group of Reddit people, the Reddit like, people, saved that fucking company from from bankruptcy. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, they fucking they shorted the shit. You know, they, yes, they, they did. Shorts, right, they got rid of all the shorts, and that was um, that was awesome. So, um, one of the, and that's what it takes. And people, and I tell this to people all the time. It, just, it takes big group. And you see the you see the uh, Starbucks, right? Yeah, I mean they're fucking. Getting they're getting their first unions. Did you see the fact that like when they brought the union stuff, they took the floor mats out? Yes. Like, Here you go, and it was just like union breaker. Oh, hundred yeah. percent, man! Like, but you're gotta be you gotta be crapping. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know. And so if it was me, I don't drink coffee. I don't. All right. So, yep. Same. But when I do drink hot chocolate, Starbucks hot chocolate sucks. Always has. I will drink big meat. It's like, man, 
I, I'm not a union. I'm not a union fan, Chief. Right. Um, but like, I need a leader. <laughs> go, go to, go to, go to these other companies. Right. I mean, I will tell you one thing. I try to get very socially aware of, but I'm also a cheap son of a bitch. Right. Yep. Like, when my wife goes and buys coffee on vacation, it's anything, everything she wants. Right. Yep. When we randomly having just a day in our life, we will wait until what is it? Two for Tuesdays at Big B. Yep. She gets a coffee. I get a hot chocolate, right? And Emerson gets a free kid. Whatever it would be. But let's say Saturday, we were when I was coaching soccer. Yes. I wouldn't get anything. She would pay full price. We would go to this place called like Wild Roast or whatever the fuck it is in Granville. I'm very much about supporting the small aspect. Yes. Right? Like, and she would get mad at me because I'd be like, no, go wait in line, right? Like, oh, there's a line. I don't want to wait. And I was like, I don't care if you want to wait or not. Like, you don't see me. And I get that. I get that there's franchisees that yeah. are still local, but like the majority aspect of things are not local, right? So we had that. I mean, yeah. we had a local Subway, Subway franchisee. Yep. And to my knowledge, he's not rolling in money. I mean, I mean, he's, you know, yeah. he, he's a franchisee who owns a franchise, right? Couple. Okay. He owns a couple. And you look at some of these franchises, like Wendy's is a great example in this area. 99% of the Wendy's in West Michigan are owned by Meritage, which has millions of dollars. Right, Meritage, yeah, which is, so when we say Meritage, I guess to be very clear, so you can buy a franchisee or a name, right? So mm -hmm. like a lot of your little Caesars and stuff like that are, are franchisees, which means they're a David and Nick who bought the name and the rights to sell it. I have to give you a percentage yes. to sell and then there's also companies, or you know, the same company. So like, uh, there's also little teasers or subways that are owned by the franchise itself. So, subways CEO technically owns it, and then they have managers and people that run it, and they hire employees. And they do their so they do all the aspect for. Um, and there's also groups, correct, right? That sit there and buy. Exactly, and that, that's what Meritage is. And yeah. you know, you look at it. So I know. I know because I read this. They got a bunch of PPP loans, and I mean that's great and all, but did they need PPP loans? Uh, last time I checked, Wendy's didn't close during the pandemic. Right, it was still open. You know, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna say here, and and you know, it's funny. <laughs> say, where was I? I'm somewhere today, yesterday. I don't remember. Um, this is a horrible side story. Now I don't remember half the stuff. Right. Um, I'm in line. I'm in line. I'm in line to buy something. Oh, uh, I bought I bought a gyro today. Oh, I love gyros. And I can't eat them though because I can't eat the sheep. Yeah, I always see the sheep's face. Either way, I see its face and I'm like, I can't eat that. And the lady's like, Hey, thanks for being patient. And I was like, Patient? Man, this is nothing. Like, she was well, you know, oh, you're better than some people. I was like, like, honestly, like. If I'm in that big of a rush to get something that much, I will run. I will run. I have no problem telling people what I need, right? Yep. And I think that's the difference between. I posted that on Facebook, right? I'm having a very hard time communicating with introverts versus extroverts yes. because, especially when I get very busy in my life, right? Like plain and simple. Like it's not that I had a problem communicating. I mean, you're you're more of an introvert than I am. I'm right? absolutely an introvert. You know, hey, what time do you want to do it today? 
and I'm just sitting here going, fuck, David, just tell me what fucking time. In my head, I'm just like, dude, just tell me a fucking time because I'm I'm literally busy right now. And I was like, hey, whatever time works for you. And he's like, then all of a sudden I'm 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 busy doing my life and you text me uh-huh. and you're like, Yeah, let me know. And I didn't read that fucking text because I'm busy. <laughs> and I I get here and I'm sitting here and I get done with my conversation and stuff like that. I'm assuming you're anyway. And I get I, I read the text and I was like, Oh, just let me know when you're on your way. And I was like, well, it looks like I'm going to continue to work. Like, and I, I wasn't mad. I wasn't upset. Like, I don't care. But the cost was we didn't get to start 20 minutes earlier because I'm I'm a dumbass and like I need to communicate better. Right? Well, and at the end of the day, I'm sitting there going, okay, well, I'm done working for the day. I had something to do after work. I got that done. And I texted you. I'm like, hey, what time looks good? And you're like, well, I'm just waiting, you know, for my wife to come home and, yep. and take over. I'm like, that's great. I'm sitting here doing nothing. Just let me know when you're on your way. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's that communication aspect that I need to learn to take that little bit of time to let you know, hey, she's expected this time. Why don't we meet at this time? And we both go, oh, that works, right? Like, and I'm I'm not great. At, I'm finding out that I'm not great at it because I, I if, it, if this was something that like I needed to do, I would have been like, David, 6.15, boom, we're fucking here. Yeah. If you had a problem at that day, you need to come back to me. Correct. Because I need to put everything, like, if I, I walk into Lowe's. Hey, how you doing? I need a refrigerator. I need this. I need less than 66 inches. Oh, hey, let's take a look, right? Like, oh, there's this one. And like, I look at the person like they're fucking dumb because they're like, well, this one's 67. And I'm like, like, again, less than 66 inches. I don't need to repeat myself twice. I've told you what I need, a refrigerator, and I need less than this. Hold up, right? <laughs> like, and so. It's, you know, it's the Ron Swanson. I know more than that's exactly like and it's not trying to be an arrogant asshole it's just that's, that's how my brain works. it's just like don't waste my fucking time it's how my brain works right like and it's not that you were wasting my time mm-hmm. in any way it was the fact that you were like you were trying to be nice and courteous with my time and i'm over here like dude i have all the fucking time i need to, i'll schedule my like you heard my phone go off i did five times already yes. right like i will prioritize this because this is more important than that and i mean honestly if that helps you i'll just yeah. give you a time from now well, on I'm just saying, like, on, on nights like tonight, normally we talk about it during the week. We and we're like, hey, six, seven. If we have guests, you're constantly, I mean, when we have guests, it's a great night for you because you're like, six, seven, this. Yes. I'm going to be there this early. I'm going to do this. I'm like, cool, I'll try to show up early. If not, plan on me here. And there's times where I text you and go, I'm going to be real close. Have it ready. Yep. <laughs> like, that does and, happen. And, and, but like, I'm very, because I'm, I'm very time conscious. I'm very, I know everything that's kind of going on, right? Like, I know you can't. And the hard part is, is you can't live my life. You can't see what I do. Correct. You don't know what I'm like. People always think, oh, he's just sitting at home doing nothing. And it's like, <laughs> so, all right, we're getting on to another side story. Um, so my father. Yes. Who I have not talked to in a long time. Seven years. Yes. I, I lie. I seen him the day my daughter was born. He came up to the hospital the next day. That's it. And then we ran into each other at Menards when she was three or four. Okay. And then, actually, my niece's graduation, and he, <laughs> my father looks at me, and he goes, hey, uh, what are you doing on the 20th? And here it is, like, the 7th of June, right? Or whatever yeah. it may be. I was like, what? Hey, I need a ride from the hospital. I'm having surgery. And I was like, uh, look at my phone. Like, that's what I did. I look at my phone like I was doing. I was like, yep, uh, what time? I got you. And so I go, and my dad's in the recovery room. I sit there, and uh, my dad's wife comes in, and she's like, oh, you're not working? And I was like, no, I'm working. Like my dad's like, oh, yeah, okay. And then my phone goes off. My phone goes off. My phone goes off. Like I mean, I, I'm t- I, I do voice to text a lot. Uh huh. And like all of a sudden they're like trying to talk, and I was like, I, I wasn't lying. Like 
I'm working. Okay. Like, yes, is there a seven minute st stretch where I don't have to technically be answering a phone call or talking? Yes. But otherwise, <laughs> this is how life goes. And they're like, huh. Okay. I kind of understand what you go through, right? Like, and I tell people, I was like, you want to know what it is? Spend a day with me. Yeah. I got my first phone call at 7.15 this morning and my phone's still going off and here it is 7.15 at night. Yeah. Like 7.25. It, it'll continue yeah. to go. It'll continue to go. And my, in, in my brain, and that's why like giving me time to stop and think isn't good for me because yes. I don't know what to do with that downtime. It, it, it almost causes more anxiety. 100%, right? Because I'm like, I should be doing something, yeah. you know? And and I think that's what a lot of my mental problems right now is like if so many things I have to get done and just don't feel like I have enough time to do it. And so then when I do that couple of minutes to just relax, I'm like, all I do is think about all the things and I'm I don't the know things you need to get done. I don't know where to start, right? Because yep. I'm like, if my wife was just like, Hey, can you go mow the lawn? It looks like shit, I'd be like, mowing the lawn, I'm not gonna be happy about it because like I don't want time to think, but like at least I'd be doing something yeah. while I think yeah. about the next thing, right? And I'd get I'd get inside and start throwing dishes and be like, yeah, fucking dishes are done too. But like Two things to be done. Right. right? So, so one of the things, you know, we look at with inflation, just, right. you know, we're going to try and pull this back into what we were originally talking about. What's what uh, this week? So yeah. what are people valuing while we have this huge inflation problem? I mean, everybody's bitching and moaning. Gas is too high. There's no formula. Um, I can't find toilet paper, whatever the fuck they're bitching about, right? <sighs> So, side note on toilet paper. You can't find any? No, we found some. My wife. No toilet paper? Oh. And I told her if she ever buys not ultra soft Charmin ever. I fucking love Charmin too. I'm, I'm going to divorce her because, like, I didn't even know I was a spoiled snob, but, like, ooh, some things you are. Yeah, like, you know what I bought? She softens. You know what I bought? What's you're you're going to fucking lose your shit. I bought a. <laughs> I want one, dude. Oh my god! I, I can't wait to come over and crap in your house. I fucking love it. <laughs> Sorry. So, really, in, when we talk about the things that people are buying and what they mm -hmm. have to constantly spend, you know, um, well, things that piss me off is we talk before about things that piss you off. What yeah. I, where I was going with this yeah. is people are so willing to pay for experiences. They want experiences, not necessarily shit. So, Father's Day, John and I go to Meyer. Pick up a few things for people. Yep. I said, hey, uh, I want to go buy toys. She goes, why? I said, because I want to see what's out. And she goes, you don't need any fucking toys. And I'm like, I didn't say I was buying any. I just want to see what's out. Yeah. So we walk down the toy aisle, and I see what's out. And I'm like, yeah, some of that's cool. Yep. And we go get groceries. And she goes, why the fuck do you have to go down there? I'm like, I just want to see what's out. I literally just want to see what's out. Doesn't mean I'm not going to buy shit. I might. You see it awesome. I mean, yeah. I was thinking about you guys the other day because there was clear Chioda. Oh, yeah. Um, at, at Jenison Meyer, and I was like, oh, I don't ever know if they want it, and this and that. And I was like, yeah, but I I look at and it's funny because I don't look at this for me. Right. I'm not buying it for everything. You look at other like, people. Oh, God, yeah. I'm like, dude, that'd be kind of a little haha mess with you gift, right? Yeah. Like, and I, I, I'd sharpie it, right? Yoder, right on top of it. So, Caitlin <laughs> has never wanted. Again, here we are off on a fucking tangent. Caitlin has never wanted a costume with a bucket. So a bucket's a help. Mm -hmm. And I said to her after Lowell Pride, I said, I think I figured out a bucketed costume. Go ahead. No, sorry. I want to, uh, this will piss you off. And, and I'm telling you this from my heart. I, uh, I'm actually, 
against uh, the the Star Wars people doing pride stuff. Why? Because it's not in the movies aspect. Yeah, but that's okay. We don't know if they're we don't. I don't to me, it's it's saying, hey, this is how this person feels about it, and like. I want to know who you are as a person, not who you are behind the mask, right? Like, and so, yeah, but behind the mask, still, you don't see what we are behind the mask. Right. You only see what you know, ever character we're portraying. And so I've never, I've never, like, I've never watched the movie, so I don't know. But like, they're just, I don't know. I've always seen the real aspect of things, and so like to me, it's like you're putting in, you're putting in something that's just not the movie portrays, right? So uh-huh. kind of weird to me. Like, I, I, so you're going, huh? I don't like it doesn't it doesn't bother me in a negative or a positive way. It's just like I don't think that that's like that has nothing to do with the movie aspect, right? And that I think that's the part that bothers me. So it'd be like having Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow being sober. I could see that. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, wait, that'd be kind of weird. So for Caitlin, yeah. I'm like, I figured out a costume. She goes, What? And I said, I think you should do a Pride Mandalorian. Now, Mandalorians, they all make their own armor, and they can really do any type of color and stuff they want. So, like, there's a... Is, is it a bad guy? I mean, not necessarily. I can't I can't really tell you what it is. I can show you a picture of it. So, like, there's a Chicago Bulls and a Chicago Bears Mandalorian. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, and they're cool looking. And I said to her, I'm like, I think you should do a Pride Mandalorian. And I got a hold of a couple of mercs that, you know, are are really close friends of mine. And, and I said to Carla, I go, Carla, what do you think? She goes, oh my God, that's a great fucking idea. What's a Merc? It's a Mandalorian. Mandalorian Merc. Okay, sorry. Let's say. Yeah. So she's like, that's great. Buy this kit from this person. I'm like, awesome. I said, I'm going to need your and Brian's help. She goes, we're willing to help. Yeah. We're so excited. And I told Caitlin, and she goes, oh my God, Dan, that's great. And that, to me, like, that'd be okay, right? Yeah. Like, because they make their own, like, thing. But like so, it's not just the pride aspect of of what I'm because like I told you the same thing about the Michigan guy now because Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State, just that's not what trade as like in the in the movie aspect of things. So like, if it was something that like evolved or blossomed into a, its own color, like that's pretty fun. Like that's cool. Um, it'd be like you know, so to me, well, yeah, I'm a Muppet as a Tuscan, <laughs> which is not in a movie, right? And I don't know where that came from. I don't know the backstory. I don't know any part of it. I can tell you all of that. It's Off-air, boring yeah. for people. Yeah, and so, but like you know, so and that—that's just where mm-hmm. I come from. Is mm-hmm. the, the sense of like that what you're saying? Hey, they make their own stuff. They do this. Like, like, I mean, if you were a knight from, they made their own stuff, and if that happened to be oil rubbed, oil rubbed, I'd be like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I saw the stupidest TikTok ever yesterday. Go on. It's these two fucking idiots at a Renaissance fair. Yeah. And they have a you know one of those night helmets on, you know, the all metal. <laughs> and they're whacking each other in the head with a fucking basically a fucking board. Until one of them falls off the fucking thing they're sitting on. And I'm like, oh my god, that's a concussion waiting to happen. These two are idiots. I want you to know you share more TikToks with me than anybody I know, but you didn't share that one. Then I'm sorry. <laughs> I do send you a lot of fucking TikToks. Go back and get it. I can find it. No, so uh, you know, I, I say it's. Did, did I share the one where the kid was washing his balls? Yes, dude. Courtney even watched that. Laughed. Um, 
No, so like right, people will spend on experiences, right? Um, you know, I think that's my my Facebook's blowing up with people that are in Disney right now. I have to say this for a minute. The yeah. kid was not washing his balls. He was just standing over a jet shooting up. I guess, yeah, you should clarify I, that. I should clarify that. Was, there was nothing bad about it. Yeah. The dad goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm washing my two balls. Yeah, and this kid, you know, young. He had a bathing yeah. suit on. He was fully covered. Yeah, there was there was nothing nefarious about any of it. Yeah, no, I, I I have to throw that disclaimer in there. Now that we now that we say that and we know this, people haven't seen this. Yes. Video. Yes. Anyways, um, as you were saying, some people will pay for experiences, and they don't want shitty experiences. Um, well, again, we're we're paying for an experience. Yep. Going on a cruise together, me, my wife, mm-hmm. Mike. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, mm-hmm. you, Courtney, is Emerson coming? We don't know yet. Okay, so maybe you Emerson. Your flight yet? Oh my god, I gotta fucking get a hold of American. Oh. Yeah. So, bought my flights. Yeah. And I got it with American because they were cheapest at the time. Um, I gotta change things, so they changed one of the flights. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it, and our flight home leaves at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you won't be back in the port. It ports at seven. I'm like, there's no fucking way we can make that. Nope. So I go to change it. Lost your money. It does, and that's fine. Yeah. But I pay for it, and it goes, we're sorry, you timed out. Okay, so I do it again. We're sorry, you timed out. So I do it a third time. We're sorry, you timed out. I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it on a different computer. Charge me three fucking times. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I look at I look at the things that people are willing to pay for right now and what they want to do. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think like, you know, so we talk about break, room, right? Yeah. Break room is, is an experience, right? It's, if you haven't done it, it's something very fun. I mean, it took me almost three years, <laughs> say, right? Almost three years. Um, you know, it's, it's, you have to get to a point where, you understand, hey, I have friends that are going to the dude ranch, right, out in Montana, and I make fun of them because they're going to pay to work. They're cleaning up, you know, grabbing cow crap while also wrangling cattle on a, you know, 50,000 acre ranch, and oh, but, you know, they feed you breakfast in the morning. I'm like, you're paying $7,000 to, uh, just to, uh, to work, and that's that's a business I need to get into, right? Like I run my business while having other people pay to to run my business. Um, that's you know, a good deal, and, right? And you 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 know you talk about we're going on the cruise, like you guys went to Chicago, right? Like we're we're talking about every time we go on vacations, right? And people are we were cooped up for a long time, and and people either budgeted or they didn't, and you know because I, I know pe- I know some people that didn't let's say let's say save their money, right? They yes. didn't, they didn't care. They knew their job was secure. They did things. And so all they did with their extra money was buy, you know, a, a bigger TV or they got a new car. Or they did things um, where some people have saved their money. And now Airbnb is, is flourishing. I mean, it's it, it's going crazy. Like people are going to places that they didn't know they can go. And, hey, we, we'll, we'll just get there. Um, you know, airlines are kind of screwing up right now. <laughs> I mean, they're. Totally fucked. But again, they're stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just the, their problems are are staffing problems. Their problems are, you know, how do I, how do I, they're trying to profit money. Overbooking flights. They have, 
have to try to profit this money, right? I mean, yeah, but again, it, you could do your business in a way that's where not only are you making money, yep. but you're making people happy. Yep. It's a hard, it's a hard line. That's that's okay. So I'm glad you said that because mm -hmm. this is where you and I differ. Okay. That's why a good CEO is very important, and that's why they make more money, right? Now, now that a CEO okay. of the airlines is failing. Should they get a dock and pay? No, they should get something and they should have things set in stone. So we should see changes. But the problem is, is you, television never tells you how they're working on it. Because just like in, in your job, you don't know how, you know, Amr is getting, getting better at his job or whatever. Um, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, no. doesn't, it doesn't impact work side of the job. So that full responsibility and that company is going to fail or succeed on the shoulders of the person that's going to make it better. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the first company that comes out, I hope it's fucking agent for the Las Vegas, uh, what are they called? Las Vegas Raiders something? What the football team? Yeah. Yeah, they're Raiders. Right. So like I hope and it's sponsored by Legion Air. So I hope they just come out and go, We won't cancel any flights unless it's due to storms, but we're gonna book everything. And it's like, you know, people are gonna fly more Allegiant, right? Yeah. Once they guarantee you have to cancel due to staffing shortages and figure out how to like pay an extra person to be on standby, you'll be gold. You know, it's not that easy. I get that, but right, hey, we won't cancel it. But we'll, you know, you might have a two hour delay because we have to fly a new a new pilot in and he has to get here. Well, you know, and that that's one of the things that we deal with with business here. So, you know, we are busy from September through May. Yep. June, July, and August, not so much. So, of course, we have employees now that are like, well, I need my hours. And John's like, I'm going to give you as many as I can, but I'm sorry, we're not as busy in the summer. So sometimes, going to have to call you off. Yeah. And some people don't understand. I mean, that's like, when I started my first job, I got called off all the time. And, and that, like, that's hard, right? Because you mm -hmm. feel like you... You don't know how the budgeting right is, but like, right? You know when, and to me, it's to me it's completely different because you're gonna also call that person in in the winter time when you're overbooked. Hey, can you come in? Right? You're gonna make them take time off, and it's like there's got to be the smart, the smart business person says, "Hey, I'm gonna give you this PTO bank that is gonna be for the winter, the summer, and I'll pay you just not to fucking be here. It won't be as much. It won't be like I'll guarantee you some type." Of Seeing with us, like, uh, if you're not on schedule and we ask if you're available, you have every right to say no. Mm -hmm. Nope, I'm not available, can't come in. Great, we'll move on to somebody else. And if that means Dawn and I are the only people here, that means Dawn and I are the only people here, right? And, and as long as your employees see that and yep. know that, that's fine, right? Well, and she said it a million times staffing here is my issue, yep. it's not yours as an employee, yep. Well, that's you know, and most most companies won't do that, right? Like I I was I am and was a sucker, right? Well, hey, you know, and we're gonna be really short. Could you come in? Because this guy this guy's got his daughter's dance recital. This kid's got this, and it's like, yeah, man, I'll cover it. I got you back, right? You know what I got for that? Nothing. My fucking four hours of work today. Yeah, right? exactly. Right, like, but hey, regular pay. Yeah. If I wanted to take a mental health Nick day just to go wake up at 6 a.m. to go golfing, because I used to work at 3 a.m., right? So 6 a.m. was sleeping in. If I wanted to go golfing, be like, ah, you know, hey, I don't want to come in. I'm going to go golfing in the morning. 
can you push that back to like eight? I mean, yeah, I could, but I don't fucking want to, right? Like, but I never said that, right? Like, right. Oh, what do you need, man? Like, I got you. And that's what, it's, I, but that's what hurts the most about getting fired. Yes. Right? Is anything they needed. You were willing to do. 100% there, yeah. right? Like, yeah, hey, we need you to do, like, when, when I got fired, right? It was, hey, anybody that wants to work can come in and work. If you don't want to work, that's fine. And I'm like, look, is everybody getting 40 hours? Nope, they're getting 20. You give them 22, right? Give them my 20 hours. Let's put it between my 11 people that I work with. Give them 22 hours. You're not paying them anymore. Technically, I make just as much, if not more than them type thing. Like, give them their hours, right? It wasn't looked on like that, right? And it's, to me, it's like, geez, be, like I didn't claim any money. You're right. <laughs> it's just, I've, I've bent over backwards for you, and you're literally going to be like, eh, we're good. We didn't need you when we didn't need you when we were really slow. We don't need you when we're really busy. Did, did you see what I posted yesterday? No. So I don't get on Facebook often. I, yeah. I, I don't post a lot. Yeah. But I posted yesterday because I got a HR rep messaging me. <laughs> yes. Hell yes. And they want me to go for this job because we see you have a degree in finance. Oh, yeah, I do. And you're interested in healthcare. Okay. Mind you, nothing they send me shows me what this job pays. Yep. So I go look into it. Pays 15 bucks an hour. So I messaged them back. I said, I make this. Yeah. Working from home. So thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. And kindly go fuck yourself. Hey, I got... Uh... I have 41, or sorry, excuse me, 81 phone calls. So I pulled mm-hmm. my, they had my credit pulled for because I'm buying another house. I'm doing it with hard money. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that in another episode. Oh, it shows I'm buying a house. I have 81 phone calls from people going, hey, I can do a better rate. I can do this. And so I literally just, hey, I'm good. Oh, well, let me, let me do this. Look, I'm closing on the 27th, maybe the 28th. Can you close in six days? And I had one guy. I can do ten. I'm sorry, I didn't stutter. I'm not trying to be a dick. And you close in six days. Um. Well, if things change, let me know. Um, nope. Like if it doesn't get funded by the company I'm using, I'll pay cash. Well, why would you do that? Because I want to buy the fucking house. Like, how hard is this? Like, again, you can't think what I think, and you don't know. Like, no. I'm. And people, I think people don't understand how like honest I am. Like, I will give anybody a chance, right? If you earn that chance, if you came to me and said, "Hey, Nick, I'll give you," I'll just be honest, one hundred forty thousand dollars is what I need. If you said, "Hey, Nick, I'll give you one hundred forty thousand. I can beat the rate that you're doing," I'd be like, "David, okay, I'll give you your six percent that you need, and like we'll call it a day, right?" And yeah. I, like I would know that you would do this. So I'm sitting here going, again, I've given it to everybody. They're like, "Hey, tell me what your rates are. Send me over the sheet." Wait, you want me to work? Like. I'm sorry. No. Um, again, here's the questions I have for you. And you, so we're going to go into the real estate side of things. Can you beat my current percentage? Can you close in the time frame that I need? Can you understand the fact that if you screw up, you're going to have to pay me money because I'm going to make you sign a, a document that says I officially can do this. Because if not, I'm paying cash. Yeah. Well, if you have cash, why don't you just buy it right out? Well, that's a me problem and a me issue I have to figure out. Why am I not doing it? Well, here, here's multiple reasons. One, 
I'm not sure I'm comfortable with spending that kind of money at this exact moment because I don't know where the economy's headed. And I don't know if I want that money sitting out there. And it doesn't affect you, right? Number two, if I can build a relationship with the person, guess what's going to happen when the economy goes fucking lower and people are starting to foreclose? Oh, hey, man, you, you were borrowing money when we were at 8%, you know, and now things have changed. And guess what? I'm going to be the first person to be like, hey, I need a loan. They're going to go, hell yeah, Nick, we got you. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, I will pay money to guarantee myself money in the future, right? So, sure. Am I paying $6,000 for a loan of $140,000? Yes. Like, that's a cost I've already built in. And guess who ate that cost? This shit wasn't me. It was the buyer. It was the seller, right? Yeah. Hey, man, this is how much it's going to cost me. I don't want to pay cash. Well, if you're willing to pay this amount of money, like this is what we need. Okay, we're both in agreements. Great, let's sign the contract. I I built it in. Like I, that, that's how I do things, right? I'm never. And it, it, guess what? If they said, "Hey, we can't do that," guess who would have paid cash, right? Because you would have. It would have been the deal I needed, right. right? Like I know, I know what my numbers are. I know what I want. I get that not everybody has that luxury to sit here and pay cash for things, but it's not like I'm doing it on a multi-billion-dollar level. Well, and, and getting into the real estate aspect here. So uh, a lot of these houses and, and rentals have been bought up for the last several years by investment firms, BlackRock or, you know, whoever. Sure. Zillow. I mean, so yeah. their own. Zillow, absolutely. You have, you have multiple places. I mean, so we'll go back to it. I got a text message from a company out of California. I'm going to throw up numbers real quick. Absolutely. You tell me how this feels. I mean, um, so I just, because I sent it to a friend of mine, because I was like, hey, this is what they said. Uh, my legal name, mm -hmm. um, which is a long version of Nick. Yep. Is that you recently acquired about a mortgage. I want to give you a second opinion. Uh, current, we have 2.5 30-year amortization 2.5 percent interest a six-month arm mm. with no points and i'm like that's a golden steal right like it gives me six months for her <laughs> so cheap like that's old school rates yeah um we'd love to get you a comparable quote apr 3.12 so just to let you guys know how that is figured Okay, so 2.5% interest rate, right, is is what I would have over the life of the loan. The APR, and they say no points, which means I'm not paying them yep. any fee. Points is a percentage of the amount borrowed to get there. And then they come and say 3.12 um, APR. And that means the difference between those two is my fee. is <laughs> safe to take the loan, right? So over the course of one year, um, annual percentage rate rate so a one-year rate um so between 2.2.5 and 3.12 would be how much in fees i'm actually paying yeah, for 0.6 something right that's how but you know so 0.6 would equal in this case uh you know i don't know 900 bucks or something mm -hmm. whatever it would equal throughout the course of the loan but again no points that they said on the loan it's an amazing program interest is Interested in callback, not interested, or simply call back the number. And I was like, man, that's that's a good deal. Like, is that six months? So I could purchase this, do my early payoff, get it done. Technically, go into this in six months and then do a, a refi into something else if a lower. Um, I texted back because, you know, I, I don't really care. And I said, that's not bad. How quick can you close? Because <laughs> if they can do it in six days, um, they didn't respond. So I, I, 
I might give them a call. And, and I still have six days until I can pull it. If I pony up my cash and they can close me on a refi at that price, like of a long story, I don't think we want to get into this episode. Um, of kind of how it works. It's like a reverse financing. Yeah. I, front, I front the money, they technically write the loan and, and get it done. Um, <laughs> sometimes you have to do that just to let you guys know. If you're if you're in real estate, right? Sometimes they'll do a reverse, not a reverse mortgage, but it's like um, uh, what they 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 hold them they hold the money, right? So um, they say, hey, we'll pay you to actually front the money, and we'll give you this yeah. rate. Um, and I've done that because they can't close in the time frame, right? Like I have like, I have people that are like, hey, I need to close in seven days. Title company gets all their stuff in. And I'm like, hey, I need to borrow money. They're like, we can't close for 14. We have to get money from blah, blah, blah. So basically, I front the money in the seven days. They pay me back my seven days worth of interest that I've paid. And then they give me the loan yeah. because they're making three and a half percent, right? Or I mean, at, the, at that point, it'd be 2.5. So I'm like, yeah, I'll front the money and you just give me the loan. So I, it all goes back in my pocket. And then I pay you my interest and you're going to make your money. So I've had a lot of people come to me lately and yeah. they're like, uh, so... Is it a good time to buy? And everybody that comes to me yeah. is not looking for an investment. So they're not you. And I say, yeah, if I was you, I'd wait six months. Okay. What do you mean? Uh -uh. Give me your, keep going. I would wait six months just to see where we're headed. Because prices have been so fucking high. That if you give it some time here, it's going to start coming back down. What is? Prices. Okay. True. Interest might get another quarter percent hike. The Fed's looking at hiking it. And we can go why, into why that's a good thing or a bad thing. They're hiking it to control inflation, which it is not controlling inflation at all. It, it just started. But it's not going to control the inflation issues that we have. The inflation issues that you and I see. Correct. So, um, and I'm not trying to say that people that are listening are not smart enough. And but right, like we talk about people buying crazy. I mean, yes, dude, interest rates on cars are still very low. Yes, they are. But the inflated price of a car, we talk about it all the time. How much it pisses me off that a new Ram fifteen hundred is eighty thousand dollars, and just back in two thousand. And and you and I are running out and buying three, right? Fact, right? Yeah. Like, um, you know, but you look at the price of it. So, is now the time to buy? My answer is yes. Reasons. Reasons. Um, people that are selling at this point know that interest rates are up, mm -hmm. and so they'll they're willing to negotiate on their price. To an extent, you're right. Absolutely. Okay, so it's not the greatest, if that's what you're asking. I'm asking for if you're going to get an advantageous house yep. at a, not necessarily a rate you can afford, but maybe a price you can afford. Price you can afford. Is it better to do it now or let's see where it goes? I personally do not believe that the pricing of housing, except for anything above 300000 will actually change. Okay. The yeah. days of buying five thousand dollar houses fucking over, right? Like and unless you're falls deep into it, like, hey, how much do you want for this thing? Dude, we'll just get rid of it. Like you're in Muskegon Heights, like 
$10,000 house. But like, I personally don't see this falling. Like, the average house is 240 in Grand Rapids, I think, or 220. I don't know. Um, it might be higher, but like, that average price. Yeah. Like, it, it's. See, it's, I'm not it's so sure. Oh. So, I, Caitlin's condo is a good example. Yep. She bought her condo December of 20. Yep. Paid 132000 which is the same price I paid for my house in 2007. Yep. The condo right next door sold a couple months ago, $150,000. If you wait six, eight months, I bet you could get that place for $135,000. Oh, no. I mean, because there's not enough inventory in that low price, people are just going to have to bring up their budget. Like, you're not going to see, and I mean this in a respectful way, you're right. not going to see the $15 an hour person buying a single family house unless they have somebody move in with them and do that. Like, You're not going to see the $22 an hour person buy a house. 130 okay? Mm -hmm. So like me as an investor, 130 right? And I know the area in Wyoming she's in. Mm -hmm. Let's just... That it's a condo and you your rules, okay. Mortgaging 130000 at this at this price is nine hundred dollars, let's say, right? A month. Okay. Yep. Seven six half seven percent interest. Okay. Nine hundred dollars. Now two bedroom, one bathroom. Yeah, basically. So it's a little smaller, but it has a garage. Um, I mean, let, let's just say it's two bedroom, one bathroom. That's gonna rent currently at twelve fifty. And not great numbers, simple numbers, okay? And then over the course, you're hoping that that goes up. Now, if it's three bedrooms, right? And let's say, that, because there's condos in that area, there are three bedrooms, okay? Still purchasing for $130, 140 that puts me at $1,000. That's a $1,400, $1,500 a month rental, okay? So investors are always going to scoop up that small stuff because that $500 gap. Now, assholes like me, we're going to go pay cash, right? Again, that takes me less than 10 years to get my money back. Yeah. Right? So at, at $1,300, that gives me $130,000, 10 years to get it back. I don't have to put money into it. In theory, knock on wood. If You know, because her, her place was updated. It was beautiful. It blah, blah, blah. I mean, my CapEx doesn't have to, like, let's just say CapEx is based off of a 20-year. So capital expenditures, God, just going to be able to get into this. Roofs, furnaces, water heaters, blah, blah, blah. Uh, refrigerators. Okay, so I'm going to have to buy a refrigerator once every 10 years, seven years, whatever it is. So I'm buying two that's, you know, 900 or 1800 bucks, like for two, for the two times, the roof is never going to have to get done for the 20 years because hers is brand new. But again, saying it's a house, not a condo. Right. Um, right. Like the things that you're going to have to do, you can prolong that CapEx. And now, honestly, I'm willing to play that 10 year game because $1,500 rent is looking a hell of a lot better later versus that mortgage payment that, could go up, could go low. Like, and if I'm paid back in a 10 year period, I'm 33, I am 33, say 33 years old. I mean, that's, that's 10 years. I'm 43. I'm paid off. I'm paid back. Right. Yeah. Full. yeah. 53. I doubled my money. If everything stays the exact same and now, okay. 130,000. Let's say I put a roof on that. Let's say I put a furnace into it. They put a water heater in it. So at current rates, I'm seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm twelve thousand dollars deep into this. Okay, so out of the hundred and thirty thousand, I profited a hundred and ten. I don't care, right? 
$110,000 profit, 43, so 53, or sorry, 53 on profiting, 63, and now we profited even more. But we all know how rent works and inflation. That right when I'm 63 is going to be fucking five thousand dollars a month. <laughs> like, well, and I mean, theory. you're looking at this as purely an investor. 100. But so, as a house owner, oh, here's what I go with, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. So you have to own a house within six months in order to refinance. Yes. Okay? Uh, to cash out refinance. If you want to refinance early? Fine. Now, let's say something dramatic happens in the next six months. Interest rates go low. Inflation beats itself. Go back and refinance that fuck. Because you've got it at the lower price. And I don't think that prices are going to come lower. Only thing that's going to change out of this interest rates are they going to go lower or higher. The buying power for the people with the $300,000 okay, is they're going to have to start settling for $250,000 houses. As much as every way or every price that you go to, right? Like, you can only afford 120 now you can afford you know 100 you can afford 200 now you can afford 140s you know or sorry 160s it, it's just how much a house but there's not enough inventory out there at the lower 300s mm-hmm. to make a difference so if you're looking to buy a house go buy it fuck up the price but just understand that you're not going to get what you could have got and it doesn't matter oh i could have got this Coulda, shoulda, woulda, right? Go buy the goddamn house and you're going to be fine. See, and part of my worry is, okay, so let's say you go and and you find this $130,000 plate. And you decide, okay, well, I have to have this. I'm going to pay $160. What happens in six, eight, nine months when you can't make these bills anymore? You shouldn't buy the fucking house. You understand that, and I understand that, but what led to the 2008 crash? People buying shit that they couldn't fucking afford on rates that they, they knew were not going to last. I see, okay, so don't go buy arms, right, which is why I guess I was reading that text, right? Yeah. Uh, don't go buy arms unless you have the fucking nuts to... Because <laughs> You, you, and you I have both, to be a gambler. You and I both know that rates are yes. at 7%, right? You, you have to be dumb to not know that and i mean that in a nice way and i was asked by a friend she yeah. just bought a condo in sparta and yeah. she goes well they're talking to me about an arm and i'm like no don't don't fucking do it and i said call this guy and i gave her rob's number oh um she should have bought the duplex i have for sale in sparta um not the condo <laughs> right gonna, gonna live for a half price um especially from the investment side like you're gonna see i mean i still see people buying like crazy mm-hmm. i still see house hacking as, as a big Thing happening i don't I, I there's no excuse not to buy a house right now the only thing you need to know is the house you're gonna buy isn't what you were gonna get okay and if okay so the only reason not to buy is if you really want that three hundred thousand dollar house and that's top of your budget and god don't go buy that like just okay be comfortable renting but your rent price is only gonna go up understand that put your money to where it needs to go mm-hmm. Don't don't stop yourself because oh can interest rate change? I mean, like don't see how they won't get to eight percent by the end of the year. Oh yeah, totally. Like, don't see how they couldn't get lower after this economy starts selling. Right? Like we are mm-hmm. in a spot where you're damned if you do and you damned if you don't, right? Absolutely. You know, it, it we talk about it. 
back, you know, oh, back years ago, your parent, oh, I remember 17% interest rates and I can get, I can get land contracts at 10%. Early 80s, late 70s. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, this was a thing. So I, I've, I've heard the stories for the last three weeks on, mm-hmm. oh my God, we used to line up for gas. Don't you remember that? And I said, mom, I was like two. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. So, um, my my opinion is don't give don't give people that idea to not buy house. Um, you know, I again, this is all opinion. I'm not an expert. I personally have been sheltered my whole life because I started in 2010 when interest rates were lower. Um, the economy wasn't doing great. And then I, I haven't felt that low aspect. Rent, okay. So now if people like the idea that jobs are still out there and people are still hiring like crazy, um, which means income's coming in and people can still afford it, right? The low inventory of lower priced housing is what's gonna stop us from having a price difference, right? When you look at the $300,000 threshold in this in our area. So if you're listening and you're from New York, okay, 300,000 means nothing. Um, well, I mean, like Manhattans and things like that. Uh, California, right? A $300,000 house is nothing. But, you know, so, so figure out what your average home cost in the area is. And I don't see anything below that average getting any cheaper above the average. Yes. Okay. You have negotiation skills and abilities to buy something bigger. Okay. Um, Because, you know, I mean, it it takes a lot to get a $400,000 house and you might be able to steal that thing for what would now be 375, 360, right. To make your payment kind of where you want it to be. It won't be perfect. It'll be higher than what it should have been, but it's not where it, it was at that point people to buy higher end house and they can afford that sure i think honestly don't stop them from buying it just explain to them that that's where your negotiations are going to happen lower end you're just and you're just not going to get you're not going to get the lower end the higher end dude you'll negotiate right (laughs) negotiate like crazy and but one thing i will tell you i will start seeing is um, you know, you're not getting the HELOCs anymore, like on the lower price. So like people can't get bailed out of their credit card debt. They can't get bailed out of their car debt. They can't, if you ask me, will you see foreclosures happening? That's a whole different conversation. 150%. Right. And you know, the it's, people I know, none of them are going to buy at the high end. Well, I mean, you, you do honestly socialize a little bit more with people that have their shit together. I'll put it that Right. Like, I mean they have their shit together, but they don't mean they have money. Yeah, but they know where they are, I guess, right? Like um So you mean old people. The lady that hates me. I don't remember her name. Ashley? No, don't her too. Uh Dawn's not friends with her anymore. Um Dawn's not friends with her. Oh yeah. The teacher lady. Yeah, she's an asshole. Yeah. But like right, like I I I'd love to see if she's still living with her in-laws. Right. I mean, it's been. I can't answer that. It's been like four years or something, right? Like, I can only. I'll bet, I'll bet she is. I honestly. can only guide you to water. I can't force you to drink. You That's know? a true story, right? So, there. right, like, again, if you go buy a house and you fail, 
ask yourself why. And if you go to buy a house and you succeed, ask yourself why. It's not because, oh, Nick gave me the greatest advice in the world. No, all Nick said was, don't be scared, go do it, but know your numbers. Buy a lower end house and you're going to pay the price. Buy a higher end house and you can negotiate that price, right? So if you're, and again, you know me, you Mm -hmm. you know who I am and how I'm going to negotiate. Yeah. If there's a house listed for four hundred thousand that's been on there for a month, guess who's offering three hundred thousand dollars for the house, right? Well, and that's a smart thing to do. Hundred percent, God. And granted, and people are like, oh, I'm not going to offer twenty five percent lower. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. Like, dude, I if the only reason I want to become a real estate agent is literally so I can just write offers to teach all these people. So here's a question. Yeah. I have a four hundred thousand dollar house. Uh-huh. It's been on the market for thirty days. You come and you say. I'll give you three. Yep. Let's say I turn around and go, yeah, I can't go that low. But I could go 330. That's a $70,000 savings. And what are you going to say to that? Oh, fuck, I'll take it. Yeah. Like $70,000 savings right there. Um, Because we know that the house is worth 400000 I mean, the appraisal is going to come in, going to do this. Granted, it might, it might start lowering the appraisal gap again for higher end things, but that lower end stuff, bud. You're just, you're not going to get yourself out of it. So, I mean, let's, let's for a minute, look at my house. Yeah. Okay. You've been to my house. You know what my house is like. Yep. Um, I'll have my house paid off in eight years. Yep. So let's say eight years from now, let's just look forward. Look forward. I have no debt. Yep. Okay. It's paid off. Well, I mean, you're going to have debt. But I don't have that. You know, house debt. Right. Let's say, let's say I I put it on the market right now. It's probably worth 250. Yep. I owe about 90,000. Yep. Let's say I put it on the market eight years from now for four hundred thousand because I like that. That's good for sure. Let's say the market will bear that, and people are like, "Well, you know, you're right on top of your neighbors, and you really don't have a yard, and we're just not interested in that." Yep. I don't know anything. Yep. Right. I have another house down Plano. What would you do? It's been sitting there for forty-five days. Uh, am I you? No, you're you. Oh, I'm me. Oh, man, I, I throw an offer, right? Right. Right. I say, because hey, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to say no. Right. Right. Like, it's if you're listing it for 400, I mean, let's mm-hmm. say it's worth 400 all day, every day. Okay. But it's been sitting there because you haven't updated, you haven't done things, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to walk in. These walls be painted, the floors need done. I'm gonna redo the bathroom. I'm gonna open this up. I'm gonna take the upstairs. I'm gonna put central AC in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, I'm at the rough numbers. I'm at thirty thousand dollars in repairs. Okay. To get it to where I want to be, that I see at a four hundred four ten price. Okay. And I'm gonna offer you sixty thousand less, so that way I can double my money of what I put into it. Right. So I'm gonna offer you three forty. Like. I don't do work for free. People don't people don't understand that, right? Like right. I I as much as I, I like to and I want to, that's why I haven't grown so much in the past couple of years, right? Because I refuse to pay for what I earn. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in, in the way of again, if I'm gonna go flip a property, sure the house can be worth two. So I, I'm buying a house and we'll walk through this. I'll I have yeah. no problem sharing my numbers. Okay. So I give people advice all the fucking time. You know this. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, hey, go on Facebook, just say, hey, I'm looking to buy a house. Yep. Anybody willing to sell in this area? You don't know if my parents might be moving. I saw you on a fucking garage sale page. Exactly it. Right? And 
lady goes, yeah, I'm selling the house. And, and Nick goes, was it a guy? Yeah. Nick goes, I'll pay cash. And she's like, or he's like, what are you talking about? And somebody else chimes in going, yeah, I know him. He'll definitely pay cash. And then, of course, I chimed in going, yep, he will absolutely pay cash. Yeah. So, um, right. Guy, guy goes, hey, there's a moving sale, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, moved my dad to Tennessee. And I said, well, is the house for sale? And he goes, and the guy comes back and he goes, would you pay 110? Here I am. I look it up. Mind you, I own five houses literally north side, not south side. I yeah. own five houses north side of 43, right? Yeah. I'm in that same fucking block. So I know values. And I'm like, okay, the sell side's a little higher. And uh, he goes, hey, would you take 110? Or he goes, would you pay 110? Fuck yes, I would. Worth 220 all day? Like, at what condition can I be? Like, all of a sudden, I, I get in my car. I tell my wife, I was like, hey, I got to go. I'm going to go buy a house. <laughs> she goes, what? And I was like, I'm going to buy a house. So up and I was like, hey, I'm looking for, let's call him Steve. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, Steve, I'm here to look at the house. He goes, Oh shit! Like, you, <laughs> you were serious, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, you mind if I go take a look?" He goes, "No, everything, everything here is for sale." And I said, "Cool, Bernice, keep, keep this." And he goes, "Yeah." Um, I look at it. I walk through. Bedroom count is different than what it says online. This okay. and that, and I go, "Yep, you have a deal." And he goes, "What?" And I was like, "I'll pay you what you want. Like that's what you want. I'll give it to you." And uh, it needs, in my opinion, thirty-five thousand dollars. Maybe forty. Okay. I'm, I'm actually, I'm gonna borrow thirty thousand for it because I'll pay the other a little bit, um, because of where I'm comfortable at my yeah. Payment. Um, and so I'm I'm just gonna get it done. Mm-hmm. But you look at it and you say, hey, what does somebody need out of this thing? Right? Like, come to find out, basically, he owes fifty five. He wants to double. You know, if he gets one hundred ten, that's double what he owes. Mm-hmm. He's gonna pocket money. He's going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And then people are going to go, well, why would you steal that from him? Okay, this guy is older. His son's willing to take him to live with him. They have zero dollars to fix the place up. But mind you, he has a brand new furnace because he was living freezing for the entire year because he had no heat. Mm-hmm. Because, and so a company came in and was like, hey, we'll sponsor you. We'll do whatever. Like, call it our gift from God. Yeah. And we'll new furnace in so we get a furnace like they have no well there's money into the house mm-hmm. you have to also understand that banks won't lend on things that need that much work right like you know yes i can get it done for inexpensive because i'm willing to sit here and do the work like the roof is literally shot it's gonna cost me nine grand by itself you yeah know? seven grand doesn't matter like banks won't lend on things that they can't get their money out of and and so I didn't, he threw the number at me. I said, yes, I'm coming through with everything. I, the only thing that has changed from when I originally said, I will pay you cash is the fact that I'm going to borrow money. Mm-hmm. And the borrowing money, technically, it's not a lie because it's still going to be cash in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, we want to get some things out of here. We want this. And I was like, cool. So you're not wanting to like actually sell tomorrow. You, he goes, yeah, no. We gotta get some things. So I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna go get hard money on this, right?" So I'm gonna, I'm gonna borrow David's money. Yep. David, hey, I need you to liquidate a few things so you can give me one hundred and ten thousand dollars, and I want repair money because I don't want to put any money into it. So, so you want one hundred and forty? 
I do, right? And so all of a sudden you're like, yep, I got 140 for you. Hey, we'll close when you need. Hey, guy, when do you want to close? Honestly, near the end of the month, how's the 28th? Because I'll, I'll drive up here. We'll do this on this Friday or whatever. We'll close. We'll give you this. And then we'll we'll go back down to wherever the hell they're going. And right. I was like, dude, honestly, it works perfect for me. If And he's like, hey, you mind if my dad stays here? for the, Dude, if we close and you want to stay there an extra 20 days, get all your crap together, yeah, I can work with that too. Why? Because that's what people are saying. I was like, honestly, I'm, I'm here on your time frame. The price we agree upon, if you stay days, sure, we might have to renegotiate. Amy, rent, let's take it off the price, right? Do this, take it off the price. Like, you, you want to take, hey, I'd really like to take the, I don't know. Month of July. Right, like, I want to take the water heater. Hey, man, that's, you know, if it was meant to be, <laughs> that's the, I've never run into that, right? But like, okay, let's just say five hundred bucks. Let's say there's a fucking chandelier in here that's worth ten thousand dollars that's hanging down. Yeah, I'd really like to take that chandelier. You know, that's a ten thousand dollar chandelier, bud. Um, I'm gonna replace it with a twelve dollar boob light. Um, that's what we call them, right? The round ones. So yeah, yeah. Am I gonna negotiate that price because I can't sell that thing? Sure, right? Like that's a thing, but I, I'm I'm very open and I'm flexible with everybody, right? Like whatever you need. I'm here for you, bud, right. to help them out even, right? And this is the thing. So this is a hoarder house. It's just called oh. hoarder and then some. Oh. Hey, tell you what, leave everything that you don't want. I'll I'll get my own trailers or my own dumpsters, and I'll I'll take care of it all. Really? We're, we're gonna we're gonna stay here and empty it. No, man, get yourself down to get yourself down to where you're going. I will throw everything. Take what you need, and I will throw everything out. Man, that'd be so much help, right? Heck yeah. Well, I didn't renegotiate price, right? <laughs> like, you know, I know it's going to help them. I, I didn't do that. Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm purchasing because people don't have the opportunities or the knowledge to get to that opportunity, mm -hmm. right? So, again, ignorance, right? <laughs> like, they, they, people want to just move on with their life. They don't want to sit here and, and worry about things. So, go back to your place. So, like, yeah. $400,000. I'm going to look at you and you have another house. You yeah. now, Problem is, problem with you is it's already paid off. Yes. The problem with you is, you know, you don't need I can to sell. Sit that. on it if right. I want to. The other problem, like, but now if you were to sit here and go, hey, we want to buy a vacation place in Florida, that's what I have. I have fucking. You have money. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like you're taking three fifty. Why? Because you want to go to Florida. You hate Michigan. That doesn't. It's the middle of winter. You're cold. You're tired of paying this gas bill. You want to be in Florida. You have the place up here for and and playing well yeah and you, you you want that place you want to go to florida right now guess what 350 i mean yeah okay it's a good price i wouldn't pay it but like 320 sure okay you know what i'll sit on it until summer okay i'll make the seven thousand dollars in payments because you're done with it yeah and, and i'm gonna get you to florida i'm gonna get you in your rv that has ac i'm gonna get you to play golf i'm gonna get you to do whatever you need like that's it's a sales technique like it, it things work so while we're talking about, you know, what you're willing to do, what other people are willing to do. So today is a special day for me. Congrats. Thank you. Today is the day I did not die one year ago. Because they finally decided to do some shit to keep my ass alive. Everybody blame David why we haven't been so uh, perfect on our podcast. Uh, Once that day hit. Definitely my fault. We were done so. So 
Jake's making a lot of noise here hitting the, the microphone. Sorry, I'm just letting I you mean, the rest it. of that sounds good, but you keep hitting the microphone. So, yeah, a year ago, I tried to die. I poured away. And I was talking to Caitlin, and I'm like, if I would have died, you would have sold everything, right? And she goes, I would have kept, like, two things. So, you know, my dumb happy I didn't die, Jay. Happy you didn't die. You know, the funny thing is, is I, I would have, I wouldn't have even paid Caitlin for them. I would have just stolen them and felt good about it for the rest of my life. The stepbrother. Salem Brennan. Yeah. Funko Pops. Like I would have just I would have stole them. I would have taken pictures on a constant basis and sent them to Caitlin. Of what they like, were doing. Oh my god, right? Like I'm gonna teabag your jumpsuit. That's what I say. Like, and I'm sending them to Caitlin and Caitlin would be like, I want those. And I'd be like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna give you two bucks for them, right? Like your dad would have wanted them. Okay. okay. <laughs> Honestly, I probably would have. Oh my god. Like, you know, the, the random day, like I, I would send something to the daughter. She was like, What are you talking about? And I was like, I'm not calling him dad. She's like, Who? But like, you just don't get it. You reek of scotch and cheesecake. <laughs> like, the, the only thing I know. You know what I got for Christmas? A crush. All right. Like, I, I, I mean, am I going to go purchase the house? Well, I'll help sell. I'll help do everything. Right. But like, my fee is those two, right? This is like doing it for free. Well, good. We we had that episode yeah. a little over a year ago where That's I said, true. "Hey, if I die, I need you to do this." Yeah. And people were like, "Yeah, it's kind of morbid. That's not going to happen." Yeah, that almost happened. Yeah, I said, it's, "Yeah, that's called life." I was real fucking close. Yep. So we win the first game in districts, right? Yep. And we beat the ninth ranked team in the state. And we're talking to him afterwards, and, you know, he gets done talking, and he goes to me, and I said, so, a year ago when I was trying to die, and he walks past me, he goes, say it that way. <laughs> but that's the truth. Yeah, I mean, my I, body was trying to kill myself. Right. My my brain didn't want to die, but the rest of me was like, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, it's like, peace, I gotta go. Oh, and that's, you know, um... And so I, I guess I want to hit on that. Okay, mm-hmm. interest rates mm-hmm. are they are they going up? Yes. Yeah. Right. They only way the U.S. government is smart enough to beat inflation is to raise interest rates on things, aka purchases you as an American make that you're going to finance. Correct. Right. So the reason a candy bar costs two dollars and fifty cents at the gas station versus back when you were a kid five cents. Is because corporate greed, yes. or and you're gonna fight me and go, no, they pay their employees better. No, the fuck they don't. They don't. They, they times, really right? don't. So again, we went from five cents on a candy bar to two dollars. You show me how that person on the line has literally gotten a dollar out. No, they've gotten twelve cents. Okay, and it's still costing me mm-hmm. hundred and twenty-five times that. Um. Well, again, I you know I I got a hold of you last week, and I'm like, hey. Let's look at the student loan debt. Yeah. How do we pay this? <laughs> Actually, and... it's not really what he, he goes. <laughs> so this is the conversation. I don't even know if I was drinking or what I was doing. And that's how funny we are, right? Yeah. David goes, hey, I got student loan debt. How would you get out of it? And I was like, I just shot back answers. I was like, boom, boom, boom. He gave boom. me like five things. Like just quickly, right? And David goes, all right, cool, thanks. And I was because... like, one of them I had not thought of. I think it was SoFi. I yeah. had not thought of. And the rest of them, I'm like, all right, I thought of those. Yeah. No, and it's, but like, that's just it, right? Like, you're sometimes you're talking with somebody and you're like, hold on, I, I'm an expert. 
there's always somebody that thinks outside the box of how to do this. I got you. And then, and then you called me and I, I answered. We had a conversation about, hey, I got this friend that's so, trying to get on the set. So let's, let's recount this conversation. Yeah. I go, yeah. So somebody told this person, well, what I would do yeah. is <laughs> I would take out a personal loan. Yeah. And Holy pay, fuck, this guy's a moron. And pay, <laughs> and pay off the student loan. Yep. And then I'd make a few payments on the personal loan. Yep. And then I'd file bankruptcy. Yeah. And Nick goes, well, I mean, that's a way. <laughs> and I go, well, here, here's the other thing. This person has like a 780 credit score. And if you're a bankruptcy judge, aren't you looking at this going, well, you had student loan debt. Yeah. You took a personal loan to pay off the student loan debt. Now you're trying to file bankruptcy. You're just looking for a loophole. Fuck you, you all, all, See, all of that. As a bankruptcy judge, I don't think they're smart enough to do that because they'll just waive it. But my problem was is then you come to tell me the price, and I am fucking livid, right? Like because we're talking about eighty thousand dollars, right? I thought you said eighteen. Correct. Yeah, I said eighteen. Like I'm looking. Like David tells me he's like, yeah, the original loan's twelve. It's up to eighteen. It, was, it like, was ten, and it's up to eighteen. I was gotta be shitting me right now like shut the fuck like we can get through this in in time like very very quickly well and vanessa had about that debt and she'll be through it in like three years and it's funny because i even told you i was Mm -hmm. like dude if i were you just fucking loan her the money and make your three percent on it yeah you're happy right like you're going from what eight percent to five percent i was like dude, make five percent like eighteen thousand bucks isn't gonna fucking drain you and if you know the person well enough, just do it. Also, collateralize yourself, right? Like, hey, you have a car? Okay, cool. I'm going to put my name on that. When the car doesn't become the value, I'm putting my name on more shit than you have. Your TV, your dog, your fucking, I don't care what it is. Like, Well, and one of the things I said was, uh, why don't you go get a HELOC? Yeah. Why don't you go refinance a house? Yeah, don't, yeah so don't refinance for this interest rate. Well, no, but you know what I'm saying, huh? And you came back with, yeah, don't do a HELOC, just do a straight loan against the house. And I'm a like, line of credit versus a line of credit. A home equity loan. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, these are all great options. And, you know, Prosper is a great option. Prosper, yeah. That's right. That's like, I think, because she's 12% average or something like that. Something like that. And stupid interest rate. And so I'm sitting here, it's like, I came up with numbers I, I might have even drank. You sitting here just going, wow, this is a fun conversation. Like, I, that's how much I missed our, our podcast. Because I'm like, this is a great conversation. Right? Like, and, and now, the person won't do They'll either do it or they won't. And if they do it, like, they're going to be so successful. If they don't do it, it's just going to be a conversation that's going to happen in six months. Hey, how do I get out of this? And we're yeah. Go, we told you six months ago. Still the same options. Now you have 12000 more dollars in debt, right? Like. Well, you know, and that's that's the best part about this podcast because people will say to me all the time, "Well, how did this start?" Nick and I like to talk money. Mm-hmm. When the pandemic hit, we couldn't talk money, yeah. so we just hopped on Zoom and started talking about money. <laughs> and we're like, "Hey, let's record this. Somebody might want to listen to us talk about money." Yep. Oh, and then let's say, "Yeah, hey, I'm gonna go grab a beer." I'm sitting here talking to you. Courtney's looking at me like I'm weird. And I was like, "I need to have a beer if I'm looking weird." <laughs> you know? Say, <laughs> hey. "Oh, it's, it's." And then it turned into, "Hey, what are you drinking, Nick?" Right. Um, no, you know, I, I think honestly that that person is going to be, they're going to be successful if they just do the right things. Um, everybody listening in on Twitch, we really appreciate that. Um, if you have questions, please let us know. Yeah, say, There's them. a bunch of you on there. That's yeah. awesome. Um, 
you know, we, we try to, we try to give the best advice that we know. And there's, right. and it's funny. Cause like you ask me, because sometimes there's things that you just don't have right on the top of your head. I ask you because it's like, Hey, there's things I don't think about on the top of my head. Right. I mean, I ask you real estate questions, even though I'm the real estate guy, you ask me fucking stock questions, stock. even though you're not the stock right. guy, <laughs> because guess what? While you're sitting here thinking about it, sometimes you just draw a blank. You're like, how do I do this? Um, let me see. I think I think the only thing we haven't hit yet is the stock market. Stock, which is oh. my so my brother's been bringing it up to me a lot. Which brother? Uh, Justin. Okay. Sean doesn't ever pay attention to his money. Uh, yeah, that is. Justin, Justin does. Okay. Um, you know, it's funny because. By the way, while you're thinking of this. I went to take bottles back to Horox because, you know, I have all these beers that are specific. Yeah. And she looks at, she goes, oh yeah, New Glarus? Can't take that. Only Wisconsin. They only sell that shit in Wisconsin. I'm like, okay. Yep. Anyways, go ahead. So, right, like my brother, my brother the other day, he's in my garage. We're, we're kind of shooting shit. He's like, man, I was, uh, I was at plus 40% for my, you know, up 40%. And I was like, for my 401k. And now I'm down 40%. And I was like, did you lose money? Yeah, I lost 40%. I was like, but no. did you lose I was like, money? how much less money can you spend? He's like, 40% less. And I was like, no, it's not true. You also forgot to add the 30% that it would cost you to take the money out. I was like, what are you buying? He goes, nothing. I said, exactly. You didn't fucking lose any money. Okay. And then we're talking and he goes, all right, so I was up 40%. Now it tells me my return, negative 23%. And I said, okay, and uh, 23%. Okay, so how much did you put in? How much did your company put in? He goes, well, I don't know those numbers. And I was like, well, I'll figure it out and see how much money you've right. actually lost. I was like, because if you ask me, you haven't lost any money. I, mean, I go, when, you, when we talk here in 10 years and you're still down money, I will apologize to you for telling you not to take it all out all at once. And I was like, but it better be fucking blank. And do you have money in the account? He goes, yeah. I go, all right, how much do you have in your bank account? Less than I have in my 401k. I said, shut up exactly. It's a savings account for your dumb ass. Because even if it costs you money to save, you're still doing better than not saving. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, yeah, and then sometimes that's sometimes that's just different. Right? Yeah, it is. I know people with, you know, look, what is it? Look at it. The average American has less than a thousand dollars. Eighty percent of Americans have less than a thousand dollars in their savings or checking account or saving account. Yeah. Right. Now, if you look at your four hundred one k, and if you have over a thousand bucks, in theory, you're better than that person, and you would have spent that money on stupid shit. No, it wouldn't be stupid. It's necessities. No, it would be stupid. Exactly. Right. Like, and so tell you what. Keep investing in your 401k because even if you lose money, you would have spent it on something stupid and you might as well have 75% of a dollar versus 0% of a dollar. So I had to find an electrician. Yeah. Because your guy. Ramon? Yeah, he got back to me and he's like, hey, I'll get you the end of Memorial Day week. Yeah. And he never did. So I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, dude, how's this week look? And he never got back to me. So I sent him another message. I'm like, hey, are you out there? Nothing. I'm like, fuck you. I moved on to somebody else. There you go. So you gotta. Did you tell me you know me? Yeah, I said I got. I got your name from Nick. Oh no! Did you tell him you know me? I don't know. Now I got your name. So you got. You got to sell it. Hey, uh-huh. Nick and I are best friends. 
Nick really wants me to get to use you. Well, Ramon lost the fuck out is all I know. It's all right. This is a, he, trust me, he's not. I'm sure he's not. He's busy as shit. More so. All right, you talk about Ramon because we're talking about this topic. All right, hey, I need a, I need a, an outlet change to a GFI. All right, Nick, I got you. Week later, hey Ramon, <laughs> how's that GFI? Yeah. All right, forgot about it. Month later, hey Ramon, how's that GFI? Nick, all right, what are you doing Saturday? I was like not showing you that unit, right? Like, and he goes. All right, I'll, I'll go get it. And then randomly, and I don't know, it's probably two months later, and he sends me a photo, and he's like, here you go. And I was like, hey, <laughs> thanks. But, no, it's uh, it's hard to find. It's yeah, hard to find I got a fucking sick of waiting, so I called somebody else. Oh, I could have given you other people. I, I will tell you right now, I was I was not overly happy with the guy. Yeah. The, the guy, of course you weren't. You know why? Because he charged you like crazy and it was a two-second fix? It w- No, actually, he, he worked for like four hours oh, on the shit I needed. Or other insurance. Oh, good man. Who was it? I'll tell you off here. Yeah, I'm so excited for this because I'm going to hire that guy. <laughs> I was the Harry Brink guy. He did. He had a lion shirt on. I'm like, dude, you're in the wrong fucking house. <laughs> you look around and go, yep. He honestly never made it to the living room. He was downstairs and in the kitchen. And mind you, my wife's like, well, didn't you tell him I need these eight things done? And I went, no, I (laughs) didn't realize you wanted those done. And she goes, well, I need that shit done. So he came over the first time to do the one thing I needed. It cost me like 200 bucks. And then he came over a couple days ago and she's like, yeah, this goes off and this goes off and this goes off. He's like, yeah, I got to run like Three, four new lines, yeah. new, new, new lines and shit. And he goes, it's going to be like 12.50. And I'm like, yeah. And it came in less. So I was like, okay. Good. Uh, that's, that's good. Uh, at least you found somebody that can do it. I did. So, um, no, I, uh, so stocks, right? They're down. We all know that. They are down. They're, yeah. I, we're in a bear market. Well, okay. So let's, if you're new to investing within yes. the past, my daughter's six, almost seven. Yeah. So we're just past the six. Past the six years of me investing for her. Okay. So if you've been investing less than that, there's a chance that you've officially lost money. Yes. Okay. If you've been investing six years or more, you're still positive, and I guarantee it. If not, talk to us personally. And we will tell you what you're doing wrong. Correct. But I will let you know, I just looked at my betterment, which was at 1.5 grand above. I'm still sitting at 900 above. Well, and I think my IRAs, which I took out in the mid 90s, I took them out for like 2,000 three years ago. Yep. Okay, so six grand. Yep. Had gotten up to, mind you, I didn't touch them for years. They just sat with the, yeah, eight, kept going. yeah horrible place that did, that made me no money. So I've only paid attention for like the last three years. And they got up to 17. They're down to four. Which is still way higher than this. Very much higher. Like over so, double. So again, if your investments have been working, like understand that, guess what? you officially are in the small and don't change anything because and this is what people don't 
Oh, everybody can say the word buy low, sell high. Yep. Okay. Are we at the lowest? No. No. Are we at the highest? No. Okay. Guess what? We are lower than yesterday. Yes. Buy. We're lower than the day before that. Buy. Right. And I'm not saying buy an account. Like set it. I set mine to a week. Right. Yeah. Keep buying because your lows are going to out average and you're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Just keep doing it because guess what? Your average is going to change because you're buying lower than what you did. I was buying in the high. I bought it the highest day. Yep. Right. And I also bought it the lowest day so far because that's the day. I keep investing it. It'll change. Your average will go up. I tell so I, I manage three or four people I work with. Sure. And I tell them all the time, just don't move. Yep. And they're like, fine. <laughs> I'm like, because you're nowhere near retirement. The the oldest person is like 15 years away. Yep. I'm like, if you were three years away, I give a shit. My mom's in it. Yeah. Right. And my mom is too. Do you think I've told her anything? No. Exactly. My mom goes, should we pull back my stuff and, and put it all in bonds? And I go, no. My mother's exposure is like 40% of what I would have. So she's losing way less than what I lose and still buying at that lower price. My mom's not buying, right? She's done. She's mm -hmm. officially like, and so has she lost 40%? Yeah. But guess what? My mom also gets disability, which covers her bill. She hasn't once touched, right? And if you look at it in the cocky asshole way, guess what? You lost 40% of my little part, my brother's part, yep. and my sister's part. Nope. Right? Like, I'm I'm over here like, hey, she's going to make it to like 93 years old mm -hmm. and croak. And so at that point, I hope it's higher. <laughs> like, but guess what I'm going to do with that money? Turn around and put it right back into a vest. Well, even with my mother, you know, we sit there and look at it. She uses that money for, hey, I don't like your porch. We're going to put a new porch on. Hey, my driveway needs to be yep. redone. We're going to rip up the fucking driveway and yep. put a new one down. Yep. Okay. None of these things are to live on. Yep. Oh, that's right. Like, so she was smart enough to do that. Some, yeah. people, some people are living on this, but guess Correct. what? Correct. Take your average of what you live on. If you want to be conservative, live on a little less this year. Yep. Okay. Because guess what? It's not going to change. But you were taking 4%, which was the international average to never touch your principal. Mm -hmm. Dude, it take three and a half, right? Because guess what? In 10 years, you're going to be like, oh, I had more money than I thought I had. Take your 4%. Keep taking your 4%. Don't change it. Don't don't deviate from the system because that money's going to grow. It'll grow. It'll grow. It'll grow. Don't change. You have extra little savings. You change yours to less, but never take more. And if you're trying to play the, and beat the system, you've already missed the goddamn boat. Yep. Okay. And you're going to need to ride the next boat. Well, you know, and, and we look at it. So, like, Dawn and I are talking money the other day. And she has a hard time separating personal from business. So. I can fix that. Well, she says to me at one point, she's like, I can't pay off discovery. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but that's bad. And I went, you know, we get a write-off for interest that you pay for the business. He goes, I don't know. I'm like, we need write-offs. 
what's the big fucking deal? And she goes, that's opposite of everything we've ever done. I'm like, yeah, personally, this isn't personal. This is business. I need write-offs. I'm okay with you carrying a balance because again, I need write-offs. This business, you came here. Yep. You guys bought shit. How hard did you try to buy talk people into buying an $80 projector? And they didn't buy. Nope. And it sold like less than a week later. I think it was about twelve. Probably. I said, hey, how much would this whole thick container glass? She's like, you can't do it. And I was like, just challenge five fucking guys to not break that much glass. Like to me, that was like, hey, no, you, there's no. And I was like, dude, I would have been like, yeah, fuck, pay for it. If you don't use it, we'll use it. I don't give a shit. I would have bought that. Yeah, my wife's way different. She looks at the stuff we have and she goes, I wouldn't pay for that. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Say, but but when, you, when you're somebody else hour, will. When you're limited to one hour, it's or twenty-five minutes, right, or whatever it is, right? Yeah. How quick can I break this? Shit? Yeah. And I say when we got to the end, right? Like we bought extras. When we got to the end, we're still breaking stuff that we've already broken. Yeah. You're going. We could have broken this whole thing because people would have just rotated, thrown it at the wall. It would have still had half of its life. Yes. And we would have been happier, and we would have broken an eighty-dollar projector that you guys have been like, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> say. Well, and again that. We talked about it earlier. You're paying for the experience. That's exactly it, right? And, and when your experience is limited, you'll pay up. Yeah, well, so. and I'm not necessarily looking for experiences, but, you know, we're going on the cruise. And there's an excursion at every port. And Don goes, I don't think when we go to Coco Cay, we need an experience. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm happy to get in the uh, swimming pool they have yep. and swim up to this, the bar that you can sit at in the pool. And drink for three or four hours. I'm great with that. And then I'll get out and I'll go eat some tacos and I'll come back and I'll drink some more. Right. And that's so we're sitting here going, all right, do we need to know world's biggest water slide? Fuck, I need to do that. Right. right. Like, so you might decide, I kind of got to get the water park pass. Yep. Whereas I'm going to go, yeah, I'm good. Hard pass. I, I don't need that because I'll just swim up to the fucking bar and sit there for three hours. Yep. So, you know, when I when I look at this and I and I talk about my expectations versus reality, right? yes, like there's a chance that I could not love the water park, right? I could yeah. be too, I could be too big to to go into it, but in the end, I still have beer. So I look at yes. it, I look at it and go, okay, could I have more money if I pulled my money out of the stock market and buy things? Mm-hmm. Am I still okay to buy a thirty rack a day? Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Like my life didn't get any better, but it sure is hell didn't get any worse, right? So when you're looking at your your funds, right, it's going to look absolutely horrible for the time being. Stop looking. Correct. So my buddy, my buddy is a Wall Street guy. Yep. Uh, for now, still, um, been in it for years, right? Very bright guy, smart. Um, actually, I think he's convincing me to sell all my real estate. <laughs> okay. Uh, currently, so I, because of the numbers he's telling me I can get other places. And he's like, hey, I'll use this. And I was like, yeah, maybe. But that being said, like, I'm not pulling my, and he, one thing he told me was, don't look at your 401. Yeah. He goes, don't look at it. And I was like, dude, 
I haven't looked at my 401. I haven't looked at my IRA. I haven't looked at any of the things that's not Betterment because the only reason I use Betterment is to teach people how you need to get to Betterment. Yeah. <laughs> like, because even at this, like, if I pull it up and say, hey, we're at the lowest point, we're at the lowest point that you know of, right? And you're going to go, yeah, I'm going to go, cool, check this out. I invested six years ago and I still have 800 bucks, 800 yeah. bucks. You're going to go, really? I'm going to go, yep. Think about it. So, if I was at my high and now I'm at my low, guess what? I have four more years of low and my average is going to put me at zero invested for free for 10 years. I'm going to be okay. So if we go through four more years of low. I'll be at my money. Yeah. If we go through any highs I've gained, if we go through any lower than that, I've lost a little bit. And guess what? At that point in four years, my daughter will be 10. I'm not touching that money intentionally until she's, 18 to 22 yeah right like it's not money you need at all in any way shape or form it's money that's just sitting there hopefully working for you thing to make the next generation bigger yeah because right? again we talk about generational wealth i i all the time that's all i think about like how can i make sure we talked about it how can you make sure when you die your family's okay yep right and you started late right? i did <laughs> like and you don't have generational wealth but your daughter's condo would be paid for yep. she no longer has to worry about if she has a tenant she doesn't have to like there's there's little things that have changed and she can go on to make that next generation be completely okay right like, well and even looking at some of the things i buy so like dawn gets pissed because you know caitlin and i go to con and we'll see a you know an actor and we'll get an autograph caitlin can turn around and sell those at any point in time so we saw Carrie Fisher three months before she passed. Okay. Yep. $60 to get an autograph. You know what the cheapest Carrie Fisher is going for right now? No, what's up? 600 bucks. And how much did you pay? 60. Oh. I mean, these things do hold value. And Don says to me all the time, well, it doesn't hold value because you're not selling it. Right. But if I had died last year, how much shit would they have sold? All of it. Pretty much. I mean, they would have kept a few things, but for the most part, all that shit would have got sold. And with my daughter, again, it's about an experience. So. Um, so, I want to, uh, this came from a viewer that's near and dear to your heart. Oh, sorry. The question was asked. Oh, that is. Is this, is this true? Um, and somebody wrote, this needs to change. We fucked that somebody. Um, notice, there's no rent control in Michigan. So rent can be raised by any amount. Month-to-month mm -hmm. -month tenants must be given 30 days notice prior to increase of rent. Tenants with leases may not have their rent increase during the period of their lease unless the signed lease says the rent increases are allowed. That is absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> no, the fuck is shit. Um, me and this, uh, me and this viewer, yes. are not going to be having friends or not be friends for very much longer. Um, so I'm risking the fact of putting you on. So let's just say rent was a thousand bucks. Yeah. And all of a sudden. Zillow came in and bought every house around me, and yeah. now rents are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. 
I mortgage rates are at seven percent. Yes, we talked about how things are going mm -hmm. crazy. Guess what? If I'm buying currently, I need to be able to raise rents to be able to afford that bill to make sure that you stay in that house. Yep. Because guess what? You didn't sign something saying, "Hey, if I foreclose, you're going to pay my bill," right? You didn't take any risk. All you took was a monthly risk, right? You didn't take anything much. Yes, it should. It should be limited on the percentage that it can be raised. Oh, it shouldn't. <laughs> um, let's say, and so, right, like, it's one, it's one thing I'm, one thing I'm failing at, right? Because, that, okay, that's what separates the good business owner. Because you're horrible at this. I'm a fucking horrible business owner because I'm not raising guaranteed, right? Currently can say I'm 40% below market. My lease has limits. Rental should. No, we're completely different. This person says their lease, which they have a business lease on a building. And I can tell you right now, yeah. that shit went up way higher than it should have. Of course. And but guess what? And we have a, a locked in lease, but it goes up every year. And it should, it should be geared. Honestly, the smart business owner has it built in. Yeah. And they just constantly do it. Um, but guess what? When you have a locked-in lease and the next person has a locked-in lease, that guarantee two people are going to be there. So the next person can come in. And so that's going to – that when when there's more – if you're the first person in, right? Yep. You've started the trend. If you're the last person in, guess what? You're the fucking last person in and you're paying the most. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so, right, like percentages – shouldn't be there um because it's what the area calls for mm -hmm. what, what should happen is teach people to stop being so comfortable in where they are and figure out where they want to be right like you asked me should i buy a house if you're renting and guess what your rent's going up this is why you need to buy because guess what you control your own destiny at that point right um you know do i is there tax limits yes 100 percent so here's a fun little side story. The other day I show up at home. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I two kids, young kids, right? They're probably 18. And they're working for the township. And they're trying to measure things and figure out how big houses are and what updates you've had. Because my township decided they want to figure out how to raise more taxes. Of course. So I roll in, I hop out of my car, and I just yell out. That's going to be a hard pass for me, boys. And they laugh. And I was like, Haha. I was like, hey, um, no, I was serious. It's going to be a hard pass. You guys can go left. You can go right. You can go anywhere but here. But it's going to be a hard pass for me. And they're like, well, we work for the township. And I said, I'm going to try this again. I know who you work for. I know what you're doing. I don't want part of this. I'm trying to be nice because you're young and don't know what the hell you're doing. I'm not being disrespectful. Again, hard pass, have fun. All of a sudden, they go straight face, and they're like, oh, he's being serious. And I was like, I'm not telling you what I've updated, what I've not done. What I, I was like, honestly, if I told you my house is beat shit, it wouldn't change anything. Get off my property. They're not allowed to come onto your property Correct. to do anything without discussing it with you first. No. Um... No, said this person. This person tough, man. Um, They're always tough. This person says, if rent are increasing yearly, or I am for rents increasing yearly if needed, but it should be controlled in the percentage of rates. So, is, 
absolutely wrong. There are you, some places it is controlled. You, of course, California has some rent control areas. New York has some rent control areas. Um, subsidized housing has rent control. So in Michigan, there are some subsidized housing things. No, I can tell you where this person's coming from is they're looking at it used to be eight hundred dollars here, yeah. and now it's eighteen hundred dollars. Now, and you don't know what everything's going through. So mm -hmm. we talked about CapEx, right? Yeah. So if I ate CapEx for the next 10 years, mm -hmm. I need to make that up because I lost 10 years because I had to go through the low so I can get to the high. Yep. And so, right, this roof isn't going to last forever. The roof of the house, the water heater is not going to last forever, right? Like, I make fun, like, which is also why I tell you guys, and it's funny because you guys say, hey, it's not that big of a deal. And you think that you're giving back. Um. In, in your faucet over here, you have no fucking cold water, right? Like you turn it to the cold side, it doesn't come on, hot water comes on, right? That's also a reason that your landlord needs to fix this building. Same as over in my thing. Okay, hey, you think that you're helping me out by not doing this, but actually, now if we talk about it, so if you would have told, if you would have told this landlord, let's say you've been here three years, if you would have told him three years ago, he could have gotten that hot cold water fixed, for 150 bucks. Mm -hmm. Okay, inflation's here. People are busy. You couldn't get Ramon, right? Now, if you wanted Ramon, how much you pay? Right now? Let's, yeah, let's say Ramon was my plumber. How much, okay. how much would it cost? More. Exactly. So now you don't see the difference that it cost 150 three years ago because you didn't mention it, but now it cost me 225, which is 75 bucks, but it doesn't seem like much. 75 bucks now times that by the what 20 buildings that are here and things go up things cost like and i don't i can't control how much my plumbers my electricians i can't control how much everything goes up so the percentage wise no so not a chance so when we're looking here yep for example yep so we have no lines in the parking lot right you don't so nobody knows where to park true so my wife said hey can you please mark off the spot? She's been asking for this for many months. Sure. What'd they say? Oh, yeah, we'll get right on that. Okay. Months go by. No lines. I get a text from her one day and she goes, I got sick of fucking waiting. She went out and bought a fucking spray paint can. Don't do it. Of yellow. Don't do it. And made her own fucking lines. Don't do it. She did it. Nope. Mm -mm. All right. I, I'd be okay with chalk that washes away and paint it rainbow all the time. But you do your own thing. Who knows? Who, who's, to, who's to say where the line should be on my building? So she honestly painted over the lines that were already there. If they were there, existing. Sure, yeah. I get that. But they, like, they were very light and she made them not so light. Not so light, right? But like, you know, I was say, right? And that goes back to the. Yeah. It goes back to it. Like, now, you know, I, depending on what the, the lease reads and how things go, but and you also, right, you went from let's say eight to 18, mm -hmm. you know that this is a desirable location now. Yes. You're trying your hardest to keep it. And that's what America's going through. They want to keep their, they want to keep their nose down because they want to stay in low income because they can't afford the big increases. And I get that. Times in life, you have to change, right? And if your job hasn't changed and you haven't done anything to change your life, sometimes you have to go to the outside market, right? You, instead of being in Byron Center, sometimes you have to be in Wyoming. Sometimes well, see, you have to be in. 
that that's one of the things people don't understand right now when it comes to like job. Yep. So if you leave your job right now, you most likely can make seven to ten percent more elsewhere. It's true. And a lot of people just aren't willing to to make that move. And many, many are. That's and people will sit there and piss and moan and go, Oh my God, my favorite restaurant closed okay. because nobody wants to work. Yep. Bullshit. We've been telling those people for years. Give raises. Go get a better job because you're only worth three bucks an hour. Yep. And they went, fuck you. And they went and got a better job. It's true. And now oh, nobody wants to work for the three bucks an hour. And everybody's like, oh my God, this is horrible. So, you know, Johnny's pizza, yeah. pizza decided, fuck off. We're closing because I can't keep anybody because they don't want to work. No, they don't want to work for three dollars. Look at the the Grand Villa, right? Yeah, their, their excuses and employees. Yeah. No, okay. You have plenty of front staff. You just don't have the back. Okay. Yep. So what does that tell you? It tells me that you've been in business for ninety years. You've made a profit that you want to make, and you're completely fine with retiring. You don't give a shit to pay anybody else to make less money. Right. Right. Like I'm not saying that you're wrong. Don't get me wrong. You have all rights to choose that. Yes, you business. can do that. That's your business, man. Like I'm not. Am I upset because, oh, cool, it was my family place? Like, sure. Really, in the end, you've made your money. You've done your thing. You didn't feel like paying other – you didn't think other people were worth it. You didn't want to pay more money. You didn't think that your stress of, let's say you only make 30 k a year, you didn't say, hey, if I make 23 k a year was worth your stress of dealing with, that's fine, man. Like, I'm not mad at you, right? No, it's nobody, okay. Like, nobody is mad at you for saying, hey, I need to make more money. Um, I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy this conversation with this, with this person, um, rent increasing, rent increasing yearly, um, it, if it's built into the lease, but that's the risk you're taking is it's not built into your lease. Right. And so when rent control comes in, it, all it does is guarantee that when your one year is done. After your one-year lease, you are just going to guarantee to get a 30-day notice, right? You're not going to you're not going to be able to negotiate your way out of it. You're not going to be able to do anything. Um, and so, right, they're going to kick you out because guess what? If you let's say you're at 800, David's saying 1800, right? Um, that's 120 percent increase. So all all that's saying is. You know, during the year, your rent can't go up any higher. So once your lease is officially done, and some places will do two-year, five-year, like with this business, right? There's probably a, a built-in rent increase for a three-year guarantee or a five-year guarantee. Um, so you need to you need to understand that at the end of that five years, I mean, you could have gotten a deal for five years because let's say rent went from eight hundred to 900 and a thousand but at the end of the five years you're at two grand guess what well they in theory your your landlord has lost money but now in a low economy right where rents have stayed a hundred and you're the one paying a thousand twelve hundred at the end of your lease you're going to be the person to go well rent's only 800 in the area and that's all you can rent the last place out you're going to go back and negotiate that 800 and the landlord's going to go okay we'll take 800 so 
rent control can go both ways, but because the economy is at its high, and again, we go back to the housing thing, why to buy a house? Hi, man, rents are going to stay that way. So I like again, rent increases. If you're if you're at a high percentage, like it's just it's a it's a thing that has to happen because the the area requires it. So again, once your lease is done, you're out no matter what, right? So don't limit me on how much I can increase you at the end of something because I'm just never gonna I'm never gonna give you another lease because tell me about it. Like if the difference okay, you're paying eighteen hundred now and afford 2000 would you pay it if i like it maybe if you like the place here right like you guys are comfortable you're mm-hmm. fine how much effort was it to find a new place a lot of fucking effort right like you guys put in a lot of time effort energy people are starting to finally realize where you are because like you know those little struggles that you had going oh, yeah. that, now to find a new location and it's not that we landlords hold that above your head. We just want the money aspect of things, right? That's why everybody says you guys just want the money. I don't care what your business is. I don't. I don't judge based off what you're thriving. Now, if you're bringing people to my area, I appreciate that, and that's why rents go up. Because mm-hmm. guess what? There's now if you leave, guess what? The next person gets that deal because you're the one. Like you're the one that's creating the business aspect of things. Well, seeing like as somebody that knows a bunch of renters. Yep. So my daughter used to live in an apartment complex, Prairie and what is that? Byron Center right there. Yeah. So on the south. Oh, that's right. Yeah. East side of the road. Yep. Old Brook. And there's a girl you and I coached yep. that lives there now. Okay. Now, when my daughter lived there, there were several times she needed maintenance to come over and fix shit. Yep. And nothing ever got fixed. So now this girl that we used to coach lives there with her daughter and they have no air conditioning and they won't come fix it. Okay. It was 96 degrees today okay. and she's pissed. Yep. And she goes, can I withhold rent because this shit ain't getting fixed. Okay. And I think that's the problem we have with some of these landlords out there problem we have with some of the renters so it very well is right so i'm just gonna I'm play devil's advocate yeah this. and that's fine but so, you're paying for a certain thing okay and not necessarily getting what you paid for so like one of the windows will not close just won't close okay i don't know about you if i have a place shit better be able to close so I have multiple answers for this. Okay. I have the Nick has a heart. I have the Nick is a business owner. Okay. Nick is a business owner. Nick is a business owner. Um Nick as a business owner. All right. So number one, I will let you know that I don't do windows very often and mm-hmm. I'm gonna need to hire somebody to get this taken care of so I can get this fucking window taken care of. Okay. If windows are out. 12 to 14 weeks, I'm going to explain it to you. I need you to deal with me. I'm also going to put a board in that window and let you know that do not touch that. It's going to be closed for the long period of time. And this summer and it's hot. Do not fucking touch it. Okay. Okay. Um, the AC unit. All right. Now to the AC unit. This is an answer you probably don't know the answer to. Does the AC unit 
Is it stated in lease? I do not know. So, right. So, but I know some, it is not central or it is a window unit. Sometimes it could be in there, like yep. a window or, or built into the side of the house, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, if it's built into the lease, there's a different story. If it's not yes. built into the lease, I'm my responsibility. True. And out of the kindness of my heart, I'll do it. But otherwise, it's not in the lease, right? Me as an owner, I'm getting to the point where, again, my, my rents are really low. Mm -hmm. And I'm done with people breaking my shit and constantly go, oh, it's not getting cold enough. And it just becomes this big ass headache mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, it's not, it's working, but it's not chilling. And it's just not, it's not getting down to 12 degrees in here. So I need you to come fix it. And it's like, wait, no, this is working. Here's my thermometer. I'm tired of having to justify my bullshit mm -hmm. of your thinking it's 100 degrees and it should be down to fucking 60, right? Like, it's not how an AC, like my house currently, right, is sitting like 68 hasn't gotten lower than 70, right? Like, it just, it can't keep a big house. I have these things. The other day, we didn't have the air on. I think it was Monday. Yep. And Dawn said to me at one point, she goes, kind of stuffy in here. And I'm like, yeah, I thought so too. And she goes, let's turn the air on. And I go, okay. And it's like eight o'clock at night. Yep. So I turned it on. Yep. And I set it at 68. And it was 73 for like three hours. Because it just, Space. yeah, couldn't catch up. Right. I understand that. Yep. I think as an owner, you've dealt with this. So not ignorant people understand that. I think I think the problem comes when you, you know, run into these people that don't explain anything. Okay, we'll go to the don't explain anything. So my window won't close. I have no air conditioning. What the fuck are you doing? Well, we'll be over. Yep. And that's it. Instead of, hey, I'm gonna come over. I can't get the window fixed. I'm going to put a board up there. Don't fucking touch it. Yep. As a person, I can I can sit there and go, okay, that makes perfect sense to me. I won't touch that window. Yep. And you can go, well, it's not in the least that you're having air conditioning. So as far as the air conditioner goes, I don't really give a shit. As a renter, I would come back and say, all right, well, since your shit doesn't work, can I put a fucking air conditioner in here? Because it's fucking hot. Right. Well, that's, I mean, right. So do a, do a central AC, right? Mm -hmm. Or not a central, excuse me. Um, a window. A portable AC. Yeah. A window, portable. That's Something, right. anything. Yeah. I mean, if you do a window, you take a chance of ruining my windowsill, which a lot of people do. And I'm so tired of mm -hmm. it. Like, it ruins windows. And you get pissed at me when mm -hmm. I walk in and go, hey, I see you in an AC here, but you put it on an angle so that way it did this and it broke this. And you, mm -hmm. well, I didn't, you didn't come over here to fix this. I'm going to give you right to fucking break my shit. Okay. So, Nick, as a person who is going to give everybody out there tips that I'm dealing with in other business, you have a justified work that is needed on your property. Mm -hmm. that is in, so let's say the AC is in the lease. Mm -hmm. Let's say that this is it. Um, if it's not addressed within a timely fashion, dressed, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so if I came to you and said, hey, windows are 12 weeks out, I've addressed that. So that's literally within a timely fashion. Nothing I can do. At the end of 12 weeks, you have rights to come back and I'll say, hey, we're two weeks out or whatever. Um, you have the choice to do it. Anyway, you can put your money in what's called escrow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you take your money. And if you're putting it in escrow, you have to open a separate bank account. Mm -hmm. You 
not have it sitting in your account for your personal stuff. You have to open a second bank account, have the money proven to be sitting there ready to be paid for when the repairs are completed. Okay. So, um, to the person that has this, these issues and they're not coming to fix it, understand that, put it in escrow, right? Tell them, hey, I'm not paying rent. They're going to send you a 30 day. doesn't fucking matter. And then it'll go to court and you'll mm -hmm. go, hey, these are the repairs that are needed. These are the repairs that are still not done. Here's my money in escrow for when they are completed. I'm very happy here when everything runs right. Currently, they are not running to where they should be. Mm -hmm. My expectation is very, very minimum. These are the expectations. Like, I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking to make sure. You you know, here's here's an example of an issue. Mm -hmm. calls and says, my refrigerator went out. Get over there. Okay, so tenant calls says refrigerator is out. I send a repair guy to the refrigerator. Come to find out she's running two window ACs and a refrigerator all on the same circuit. Okay, guess what? A circuit cannot hold that. So in theory, I have two choices, right? One, I tell you, I'm sorry, you can't run your AC unit off of this circuit. And the people listening understand that that's an acceptable answer mm -hmm. from a landlord, right? I should not have to change and hire Ramon, my electrician, to get you a new circuit that can run the AC unit on its own versus being on with my, oh, I want to use this window with this, you know, the same one that my refrigerator is running on. No, I shouldn't have to rerun my electrical, right? The electrical is set up due to spec mm -hmm. by the state that says, hey, this is this is a good load. We didn't expect that ACs were going to get fucked. We didn't take it properly. So, um, right, so she's like, hey, I'm not changing this, blah, blah, blah. Circuit breaker keeps popping. All right, she's like, all right, I changed my, my thing. I go over there and I try to I try to fix the, the thing. I was, oh, you're not supposed to be here until tomorrow. And I was like, do you want your refrigerator fixed today? Like, I'm confused by this. You're bitching because it didn't happen fast enough. And now you're bitching because it happens too fast. Like, stop, right? Like, yeah. do you want it fixed yeah. or not? But, like, don't hold me to a standard if I beat the standard, right? <laughs> like, you know, and tenants have to understand that you're a renter, mm -hmm. okay? I mean, it's in a respectful way. If you're not available, allow people into your unit because guess what? Not every, you work nine to five and you want them to come at six. No, I work from nine to five as a maintenance person, right? Like I don't work at six, six oh five, six fifteen when you're home. I have a key. I'm gonna let myself in. I'm gonna fix the goddamn thing and I'm gonna get out of your hair. I'm not going to snoop through things. I'm not doing these types of things. I literally all I want to be there for is just enough to fix that and get out. Mm -hmm. Like stop. Understand that it's a rental. It's not a live. Right? Like, it's not your property, right? Your electrician said, hey, I can't be there until this time. You'd be like, well, we're not going to be home. You know, I leave, I tell people to go fix my show, my pool. Hey, I can be there at one o'clock. Well, I can't. I'm working. Dude, honestly, I'm just going to be like, hey, man, I'm not going to be able to be there. If you Help yourself. The gate's open. This gate's open. That front door's fucking open. Go fix the pool. If you need me to cash out your money on the spot, I'll do that. If you need a check, I'll write one and leave it on the counter. If you need cash, I'll meet you right at the end of it. Right? Right. Like, and people understand. People have to understand that if you don't know how, I mean, you you just said it, right? Ramon took way too long. Way to too long. Else, right. Yep. I'm not dogging Ramon. I'm doing it. Understand that when you own a house, you're not going to get maintenance any faster than you are 
because you own a house versus renting, right? We have to find people. We have to do, again, I don't do windows. My uncle does windows, but guess what? He's he's partying it up right now somewhere else. I'm like, right. Hey, I need you to come back for vacation just so you can fix this window, right? Like, not everything can be fixed in a day. Mm-hmm. People think that everything needs to happen, and that, and that, that's that's frustrating for me. Well, and, you know, there are plenty of people out there that are willing to wait. So I, I waited on Ramon for, like, three weeks. Yep. And every time he's very apologetic. Hey, listen, can't get to it this week. Text me in a week. I'm like, great. And then finally, right before Memorial Day, he goes, get with me right the first of the week. So I texted him on Memorial Day. He goes, I can be there end of this week. He didn't show. So I texted him. Oh, he had no excuses, but he had uh, uh, kidney stones. Okay. Yeah. I texted him like twice and he didn't answer me. And I'm like, all right, well, I got to go to somebody else because I need this taken care of. Because so in my house, I have the new tankless hot water heater and the sump pump running off of the same fucking plug. So every time it rained, both of them shut the fuck off. And I want to take a shower, but I have to run downstairs first. And of course, you don't find out that you have no hot water. Until you turn the fuck around. So I'm running downstairs with no fucking clothes on, going, oh my God, I gotta get, you know, shit turned on. Now, I don't care. My neighbors, I don't care. It's just one extra thing I have to do. Yeah. So I got a guy who came out, he, he switched that for me, no problem. And then, of course, there were things in the kitchen. So he comes and he he's like, so what's the deal? And I, I kind of explained to him a little bit. I'm like, yeah, we can't run the dishwasher and the toaster at the same time. Can't run the dishwasher and the microwave at the same time. We just, you know, need some shit split up. And he goes downstairs and he looks and goes, so all on the same line is the microwave, the plug on that wall that we plug the air fryer into, the dishwasher. The plug next to the sink that we plug the toaster into. And then downstairs has the refrigerator, the freezer, and the dehumidifier. All of these things are on the same fucking line. Yeah. Well, and microwaves take. Yes, they do. So if oh, the microwave's running and other shit's running, it just blows every time. So I, I told him, I'm like, I, I got to have this. And he goes, well, I can do this, this, and this. I'm like, great. Whatever's easiest for you, get that done. Yep. And it took, I don't know, he's there like four hours. Yep. He ran like three new lines, and I shouldn't have problems now. And he goes, hey, if you need something else, let me know. And I'm like, all right. Um, You're thinking... So, Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting text from this listener. Who's, uh, yeah, who, what's who, this one say? Who's agreeing that we won't agree, and and no cap on the percentage of increase will mean so much more. My guess is we won't agree. Let's close this for now and talk in person. Uh, we'll talk in person, but you're not gonna like it. Say, <laughs> like, uh, oh, you know, I get that people want this. People want puppy dogs and rainbows, but that's not fucking life. Right, like you're, you're not wrong. I, I I hate to say that, but it's not. <clears throat> you don't know. Okay, so 
I made a bad decision, should you pay for it? No. Okay, if I made a great decision, should you get a discount for it? No. Exactly. Right. So there's no happy medium. So during my, if I overpaid and I'm not able to make the rents, I still have to come up with that money. Mm-hmm. If I underpaid and I'm making a shit ton, still make that money. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and and that's the, we have the potential for this for this place here to go worth. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't know the businesses and stuff like that. Like, it's potential to, to lose a crap. So while you're getting your get your highs while you can, in your lows, no. Like, try to hope and pray, right? Like, so, um, I I want to give a big shout out to Road Brewing, uh, Dew Claw Brewing, and really this thing is very fun. Prairie Artisan Ales. That was a very very fun beer. Um, let's say good episode. I know we got in tangents. I really hope that this uh this helps people and understands that honestly as People on this side of things, we're going through a bunch of crap. On the investment side of things, we're going through a bunch of crap. Like, we're all in this together. Stick with it. You're going to be just fine. A shout out for uh, Reds, because I do enjoy nice Reds in the summer. Me too. Um, Yeah, Nick hit it kind of on the head there. You know, we're all going through this together. So, you know, the more knowledge we can share, kind of the better it is for everybody, right? Right, like, you know, and, and don't be up, like, if you start telling me, hey, this company's laying off, right? Like, let everybody know, like, hey, this yeah. is happening. Because guess what? You can start that trend early and you can start learning to save a little earlier. Well, and at, at the end of the day, I mean, we're all looking for better opportunities. But we have to understand, you know, if somebody went, you know, from your favorite pub and they got a job that pays them $10 an hour more, yep. you might not be getting a drink at your favorite pub anymore. I mean, that just might not happen. So you have to be okay with that because many people said, go get a better job. <laughs> they did. So everybody, I want you to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. We appreciate you listening. Thanks for joining us. And we will be back in a short six days. That's open. Dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews.